15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And I think as long as you have good content, it doesn't really matter how long your show is. People will listen yeah. to whatever they want to listen to, and if, if it's long and they're interested, so fucking what, you know? The day America turns its back on Israel will be the day God turns his back on us. Like Kim Davis, demonize her, vilify her, mock her, ridicule her, and the American people say, no, I'm not down with that. They don't understand the power of God. God will not be mocked on his own land by his own people who are covenant people. What Starbucks was doing is that they were taking specimens of male semen and they were putting it in the blends of their their uh, latte. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast for the 15th of November, 2015. And we're glad to have you listening to us, but don't let the name fool you. We have the word Utah front and center, but we always talk about oh so much more. It's like that really crappy synth pop dance group, Utah Saints. Okay, never mind. That's the second time I've used that reference. I, hopefully somebody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. They had that really catchy tune like back in 90-something, 94. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good dance tunes back then. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> as always, if you want to get in touch with us, with uh, anyone here on the show, you can do so via our website, utahoutcast.com. Yeah, I said Utah Outcast, not Pod Hill. Mm-hmm. But that's funny because it'll just uh, it'll redirect you to Pod Hill anyway. Um, anyway, we've changed our email address. It's no longer UO at Pod Hill, but you still can reach us that way. We now have mailbag at utahoutcast.com. We have the text and voicemail line at 347-669-3377. And we're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as Utah Outcast. Uh, buy some merch from us through Cafe Press slash Utah Outcast. And if you're so inclined, please consider supporting us through Patreon in any capacity. And those who donate at the $5 or higher levels get access to the entire show recording a few hours early. Pretty much as soon as I'm done, we're done with it here. Um, but you'll also get access to the catalog of patron-only shows that we're uh, recording immediately after the show ends. Uh, but don't worry, we'll continue to keep bringing you the same content each week that we do and we appreciate your support by downloading the show each week. But for more details, go check out patreon.com slash Outcasts. But if you can't afford to donate, um, we ask that you consider leaving us a five-star rating on any of the places that you do listen to the show, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, and in the near future on Google Play when they get around to having podcasts there. Which, from my sources, is pretty goddamn soon. But anyway, let's get to the panel tonight. We have no special guest. You get just the three of us tonight. So starting to my immediately podcast left, we have Felicia and Twizzle. Oh, hello. And to her dead center. I don't know. I can't. Skype is weird when it, when it puts people on the screen. Yeah, you're in my it middle. Swaps them so. around all the time. Yeah. Uh, coming from that direction. Yeah, I'm just pointing. You guys can't see on the video. Ha. <laughs> uh, we have Kyle Steenblake joining us. Good evening. I, I ditched the the titles. I, I was not clever enough to think of any this week. So, uh, and then there's me. Your host. Exhausted. It's been a long fucking week. It has been. Good. What have you guys been up to? Has anybody been doing anything interesting they want to share with everybody in the the podcasting world? Uh, you know, I don't know how interesting it is. I'm writing a whole goddamn lot. 
How many words now? 25,000? Uh, 26 now. Oh, after today, yeah. Yeah, after after today, about, about 26, give or take. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing a book again, or another one. Um, <laughs> I guess it depends on how you count. <laughs> it's an interesting it's an interesting point right now i'm actually pretty close to being done so things are are looking and feeling pretty optimistic uh but stay tuned because i'm pretty sure i'm gonna hit that really wonderful uh full of self-doubt and self-loathing point Nobody pretty soon why am i doing this yeah if you're anything like me in my art uh you you don't finish <laughs> like it takes years. <laughs> it really does. No, I'm I'm so, pretty I'm pretty I, I'm I'm actually pretty determined. I'm pretty damn determined to finish this thing, um, and actually to start shopping it around to publishers, which is nice. a, a, another going to be another fun round of rejection, rejection and horribleness. <laughs> Maybe you'll hit it on the first try. You don't. Know. Hey, you never know. You never know. Talk to Brian Young. See who he's got selling his books or does he do it all independently uh he i believe goes through a small local um small well, local go. publishing house start there yeah <laughs> is that the one that uh zach shut and todd newcomb also go through i wonder i don't know i'd have to look it up uh, you know i'm anyway I'm local names that people from outside <laughs> utah have no fucking clue who we're talking about okay yeah i didn't just whack my ankle bone on a drawer <laughs> So that's what Felicia's been. Fucker, that hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Maybe you should. uh, (laughs) Maybe you should go visit the same healer that my uh, someone in my family went to go visit this week. Oh my god! Yeah, fuck them. Ow! Ow! Did it again? Right on the bone. (laughs) I'm sorry. So somebody in my family, I'm not going to say who in case they might be listening. They went to go visit a a Reiki slash um what what the hell what else did this person do? Aligning her chakras kind of thing where like we don't touch you, but we're going to we're going to get a cold reading on you. And so when this person uh showed up at the the, the quote unquote I'm going to call him a faith healer from now on because they're it's, well be. it's full of shit. Yeah. The this person was like so tell me, uh, I'm experiencing, I'm currently sensing a lot of pain in your left shoulder. And this person is right now experiencing pain in their right shoulder, not their left. And so this, my person was like, no, it's not happening there. It's in the other shoulder. Well, how long have you had high blood pressure? <laughs> I've never had high blood pressure. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. Everything that I'm saying is like the exact opposite. Are you getting what I'm saying here? No, you're wrong. You're an idiot no. and you're wrong and fuck you. <laughs> oh God, I hate psychics and they're just a fucking psychic faith healer nonsense bullshit. No, oh, my ankle so, hurts so fucking bad. My toes appoint- burn now. Oh God. <laughs> the appointment was like a whole hour. And so after the, an the hour, of the first, an hour yeah. of them being wrong. Wow. Yeah. So after the initial weirdness of people being wrong, uh, it went on for longer and longer, and then it was time for someone else in, in the family for their turn. And magically, it worked for them, of course, because, you know, that's how hypnotists work. It's the whole power of, you know, I don't want to come across looking like an ass. Right. You know, or saying that uh, I, I wanted to do this and it didn't work. So, of course, placebo effect takes place. Oh, I do feel better. Oh, I feel wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man. It was uh- just- 
the, the the healer was while they were servicing the other family member turned to the the one that I'm I'm related to and said, you know, it's um I, when you first came in here, I was getting all sorts of readings off of you. I was I, everything was just talking to me. I mean, albeit completely wrong, uh, but getting everything from you. But about midway through, I wasn't getting anything. Like you were completely shut off for me. So the faith healer pretty much was victim blaming at that point. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I the way that works. Yeah. Term. But God, it just pissed me off so bad. I'm just glad it wasn't any of my money. Because <laughs> oh. the sessions were $60. I fucking so hate those people. I, I fucking hate. And I'm going to put my hands not close $60? enough to you. $60? Fuck you. I know, right? And let's see, what okay. else happened to me? Everyone, uh, uh, everyone who can't see me on the podcast, I'm waving my hands at you. You'll get a boner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Magic. Boners. Boners. Oh, it's, boners. That to- totally works. <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing. It worked. Oh, my God. No, seriously. That's, in- my, that's incredible. My toes on my one foot are, you can feel them. They're physically warmer than the other foot. <laughs> that hurts so bad. Oh my god! I so, just wasn't pushed in all the way, and I took a slight <laughs> step and oh, uh, right to- in the bone. Yeah, yeah, you, you totally fucked up your toe chakras. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. One of my my next door neighbor, he is into a weird hobby. I, I shared a picture with you guys, but it was really strange for me the other morning to like. For my wife to come to me and say, hey, uh, the neighbors just called. They want us to come over and see his falcon. <laughs> That's, is that a euphemism? What is going on And I'm here? like, I'm like, I know they're Mormon, but is that like a, what, what are you talking about? But he's been building a muse for a long time. So we've been seeing the process of him setting everything up. And sure enough, we go over to their house and into their backyard. And there's this giant fucking falcon sitting there on the ground, you know, like on this little like training thing covered in rope. I want to be a falconer. Just like sitting it, there, like, like you, you, you sent us the picture. Yeah, it was fucking. It was falcon. Fuck you. Yeah, it's like a falcon. descendant of raptors, you know. <laughs> yeah, like and I was a falconer. It was just crazy. Like Badass. he was just sitting there, like just looking at us with its big, bright yellow eyes, and you could tell that it wanted to get away. It was like doing the whole puffing itself up to be like, "I'm bigger than you," and and it's cold, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so he picks up the falcon, puts the whole thing over its eyes so it can't see. And he's like, you want to touch it? And I'm like, no, that's okay. I'm like, I, I've seen movies where this goes wrong. No, that's no, not going to do it. <laughs> he's like, and it's just weird because like he kept trying to angle to me. He's like, you want to hold my falcon? And I'm just like, Mm-mm, nope, not going to happen. Oh, I can just slip my hand right out of the glove here. And I'm like, no, dude, I don't want to fucking hold your bird. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> kind of cool that you have one. But at the same time, it's like, I'm trying to mitigate risk here. I like, so just, yes, I want to hold a fucking falcon. When am I going to get a chance to do this again? <laughs> yes, I want to do that right now, twice. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you want to, don't want to touch my bird. You don't want to touch, don't my, touch bird. my bird. You guys, are you sure? You, guys, you want to touch my bird? No, I, I give him shit. He's a good guy. I mean, it, it's rare for you to get neighbors on both sides that you actually like. So, <laughs> well, that's this. I don't. That, it's a bizarre. That's a really bizarre hobby. Uh, it is, but it's a really cool one. Uh, well, what was the name I, of that I, well, movie? They showed us in like the uh, in school in like the early like the late eighties, like My Side of the Mountain. Was that the name of it? Where he learns to be a falconer 
some shit so we can hunt. Never mind. Yeah, stupid. I, I don't. Rabbit trails, rabbit trails. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to do that. I'd like to take up falconing just to like take the bird to a dog park or something. Because <laughs> oh, what else no. are you going to do with it? <laughs> I'm like, so are you going to take care of the neighborhood cat problem? Because we got a lot of strays. <laughs> and I know people are like, oh, fuck you, X. No, no, fuckers are shitting in my sandbox. We tried getting animal control out to come get them, but no. Oh, let's see. see uh, what else happened? You see this face, I mean, I can't, X? I can't, I can't see it. Nope. Yep, middle finger. There we go. <laughs> Cats. Uh, let's, yeah. Whatever. I bought tickets to see The Force Unleashed, finally. I got my tickets for the movie. Well done! I yeah, it cost me 40 fucking dollars a ticket. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, all the, uh, all, the, uh, um, all the other shows were sold out, so uh, I, uh, I'm i like, okay, I'll pay, for, I'll pay for that special VIP party they're doing at Jordan Commons, and I'm like, uh, you know, like any other white privileged male, I just threw money at it. And <laughs> it just it's amazing. I, it's amazing. Uh, I just I can't do that. That's way too much. That's way too much for a movie. I took my kids this weekend. I got sick of writing, so I, I decided to take my my kids and my wife to go see The Martian. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Which they the kids absolutely loved the movie. Um, but it it just reaffirmed how much I really really hate going to public movie. Screenings. <laughs> I go to a lot of movies, no. and, and I could probably I could probably go on a nice hour long rant about people who go to the movies um, with their little kids. Oh yeah, but the, the, but the people who go to the regular movies and not the special pre screenings where they have security and they take your phones away. Oh, the assholes are and, like, oh, I better check my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, they, people do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always in, feel in the movie theaters are dead. I never go like on weekends or anything. Yeah, if you go when you're when they're when it's quiet, you go to matinees and off days for movies that have been out for a while. They're usually okay. Uh, but if it's not, yeah, people talk a lot. <laughs> they're noisy as fuck. <laughs> the tickets are expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and guys and dudes, uh, <laughs> don't don't show up to movies just swimming in whatever fragrance you. Can we just stop yeah. with the overdoing of the perfumes and colognes? This is oh, a Victorian era where we bathe every six months. You don't need that much. Oh yeah, nope. If if you're doing your job, it, you should smell neutral, <laughs> or at least slightly mannish or slightly womanish. What? You know, you any, be- what? Okay. You should be you able be to right. smell the person when they're like in your neck, like that's when you can smell. That's yeah. an appropriate distance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There should there should there should be almost physical contact before you pick up the scent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when yeah, when I'm no. sitting outside, and this is this is a real world example. Mm-hmm. When I'm sitting outside, good fifteen feet away from you, and I can smell your perfume slash cologne. It's too much. You're a cunt. Or, Outside. <laughs> or taste it. That's Outside. my that's yeah, my personal okay, favorite. That. When when you yeah. walk by and you can fucking taste it. God yeah. damn it. You leave a room and people can still smell you and not farts. We're not talking farts here. <laughs> you can leave a room and we can still smell you. It's too much. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like yeah. totally all body positivity and 
however you look, but your your smell, your spray on smell is too much. It can be offensive. Well, it's and it's it's well, and it's more it's more than just that. it's more than just just offending people's noses because people are actually allergic to this shit. <laughs> I, didn't th- it, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, no, you, you walk into this this guy in the movie theater actually sent my son into an asthma attack. Oh, jeez. Oh my god. Which is great because we're talking about uh, a two and a half hour movie that he would not, <laughs> he did not want to leave. So, yeah, sorry Damn. people, uh, we got dirty looks all through the movie because, you know, every five minutes he's coughing and gasping. He didn't want to leave the movie, but... I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? If you're giving, <laughs> Don't if you're be giving sorry. a child dirty looks for coughing and gasping, you can fuck right off. Yeah. If well, that child there's... is well enough to be at the movies, they're not going to get you sick. Okay. First of all. So mm-hmm. come on, man. They're a kid. <laughs> they're not trying to hurt you. Just like get your shit together. Judgy McJudgerson. Uh, oh, that reminds me of my last story I wanted to bring up here since we're. <laughs> Let's bring it into religion and Salt Lake and all this fun stuff. So I've got a a good friend of mine who, once again, will remain nameless. Sorry, I don't dish with names really that often. Um, you guys he's fallen prey to re- That's it. He's, he's fallen prey to religion. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, his wife has been uh, convincing him to go to a church in Salt Lake City called The Well. And oh. it just makes me go. Ugh, so I'm reading that's... a series of books, The Dresden Files. And <laughs> in those books, The Well is a magical island that was constructed <laughs> by Merlin uh, to hold the most evil monsters that have ever existed. It's a prison for the most evil monsters who have ever existed. So there's that. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, and I asked this guy, I'm like, so wh- why? I mean, because I've, I've talked with them all, quite a lot, like at length of, you know, about atheism and everything and what I believe and why I believe it and everything. And to find out, like, all of a sudden, like, the guy that was agreeing with me a couple months ago is now, like, you know, becoming, I don't know if he's becoming a believer. We're going to have him on the show probably sometime December, January or something like that once we get an open time. Because, yeah, we got a lot of guests coming. But uh, apparently when he fell on hard times and things got tough, that's when they put their hooks into you. Yep. And so uh, according to the, the church's website, uh, not actually their website, but the Google reviews for their for their church. Pastor Jason constantly stresses that we are all broken. None of us are perfect. That's a fucked up belief to to make you think that you are broken. Yeah, well, there there's a big disparity between those two statements too. To to say yeah, we're not all perfect, which is absolutely which right, is absolutely true. true. We're humans, but to even Gallifreyans aren't fucking perfect. <laughs> to equate so, that, wait, to uh, then equate that with 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 being broken, really? So so abusive yep. relationship, got it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, we are God, all broken. You will never be good enough, and you need me. Mm-hmm. But together, with God's help, we can achieve more for God's kingdom. Oh. No, fuck you. This is my planet. This is my life. Yeah, this is my life. Please explain <laughs> to me how how and, you know but, exactly what's going on in my life. And so, what, what about my kingdom? Really? For the uh, for the other the quote that I saw from from somebody else's <laughs> glowing five star review of their fucking church, it, th- that the church doesn't stray from the focus, which is Jesus. 
They preach the Bible and worship with passion and have fun doing it. Oh, gross. How exactly do I you know. have fun doing that? Yeah. Mm. You're a sinner and you're disgusting and you'll never be good enough. Yay, Jesus. You you are a human descended from, if you believe our story, 6,000 years ago from a man that was made from dirt and a woman that was made from his ribs. So they would have the same fucking DNA. And then she listened um, to a snake who was definitely Satan and ate a fruit and then knowledge let's of good and evil and that was bad. Then they got cast out of there, and the next thing you know, they're having kids, and those kids go off and find wives from some fucking establishment that never got mentioned before. Right. Definitely not Eve's kids, but... No. No, because the... But definitely Eve was... Eve, Adam and Eve were the only people on the planet, but it wasn't her kids. And you know, those Jews that were just held in in, in uh, Egypt for such a long time as slaves, even though they weren't. And then yeah, there was that, that guy yeah. that came up, name of Jesus, which we don't have any proof of actually being existing, who then, you know, did all this shit that was really stupid, you know, like saying that a mustard seed was the smallest seed and cursing at a fig tree for, you know, not, not growing fruit, fruit out, out of its season. season. <laughs> and putting all sorts of evil demons into pigs and sending them running over a cliff and... Book. It's a weird book. So it's a really fucking weird book. Seriously. And for them, I've... for any any one of these assholes that, and, and I'm not talking about my friend, but any one of these assholes that comes up holding a Bible saying, "This is the inerrant word of God." I just, yeah, I'm, like, I actually had to uh, like, like motherfucker, have you actually read this thing? Have you actually read it? I mean, like, and not not like, have you ever like? I want you to pick all four Gospels at one time. And read it like side by side, not like linear. I want you to read page like paragraph by paragraph, just so you can see the fucking discrepancies that happen in the different gospels. Oh yeah. No. Oh uh, man. Yeah, just just the four gospels of Jesus Christ. Like virgin birth wasn't in the first gospel. It's just not even there. Which, as I've been doing more research, is uh, more shit that they stole from pagans. Uh okay. A lot more shit that they've stolen from pagans, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But but then again, pagans. Anybody that wasn't a Christian was a pagan. Yes. So you had yes, technically Hindus and Buddhists are pagans. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff stolen from Confucianism, Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, well, even the um, Egyptian religions at the time, because okay. you know apparently Osiris was a well, you know birth or Osiris. So uh, Horus and okay, so you have to yeah that, Horus. Sorry, uh, these these myths that exist in the Bible, I, I really don't believe they were consciously stolen, but these were common stories that were being told around the era. It's like saying that the it's like saying that. Um, our superhero stories are all the same. Like Batman and Iron Man are the same story. Well, yeah, yeah. They, well, they're pretty. It, close, but it's like but, you know. it's like you you can have you can have you know the the Batman that's done this way, and then like somebody else takes over writing right. and has a different Batman. But we all realize that it's fucking make believe. And, not, and I don't mean this is. literally. I don't mean this literally. But I mean it's like a cultural <laughs> consciousness. This was the this was the pop culture of the time too. Not yeah. only were these their things that they believed in their religion, but these were also their storytelling and and their myths and like it, it was it was their pop culture, it was their entertainment as much as it was their religion. So these stories were very very common. So re- so it's not to say it's not really fair and obviously I'm not anyone to defend Christianity. It's not really fair to say that they stole these art, these stole these archetypes from paganism. More so that these were just the stories that were being told, which well, that, that I think, to me makes them even less significant. Like, I'm like they're just the same thing. I think I think it's more of a not stole, 
but appropriated to make their stuff seem more legit. Well, mm-hmm. that's where the Catholics did it. Yes. The Catholics and- very specific. Specifically at the Council of Nicaea. I'm remembering that correctly, right? Sorry. Yeah, the ones that that cobbled the Bible together. They're the ones that decided to have the Trinity instead of the monotheistic They specifically specifically chose and picked and uh, chose stories that supported their agenda or agendas. Uh, And I've told people several times, my hypothesis, and I don't have any sources to back this up, but my hypothesis is the reason that the Bible contradicts itself so much and the reason that it's so disparate in its facts and it, or in it, not facts, obviously, but you know, in its <laughs> statements, um, is that it was not ever, and consider the, the literacy rate of the times of history through most of time, most people weren't literate. Yeah. Uh, it was not intended for the everyman to read cover to cover. That wasn't its intention. What it's, mm. what it was intended for was for the priest or the preacher at the pulpit to pick and choose different stories that applied to different situations. But then they came out with the fucking printing press. God, God damn you, Gutenberg. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a choose your own adventure book is basically. <laughs> what it is. Or as the guys from uh, atheist experience call it, the, the great book of uh, the big book of multiple choice. That's what yes, it is. It is the big book of multiple <laughs> choice. Oh, so anyway, let's get back to it. Um, yeah, you're all broken and uh, none of us are perfect. So, you know, that's the kind of thing I want to spend my Sunday learning and finding out about is that I'm a fucked up person and I need well, this to of, make it, me they right. They take it to such a weird level. Instead, instead of saying you are powerful and you are able to identify where you don't certain personality traits that you don't want to have, you yourself yeah don't want to have instead of you having the power to work on them and understand why you do the things you do and change your behaviors. They're saying that you can't do it. You are flawed and broken and disgusting. And the only way you can do it is through this power here. It's an abusive relationship. It has nothing to do with your internal power. You need to go to a third party, right? (laughs) You need them. Yeah. So I think uh, if you guys give us enough feedback on this little little chat that we've had here, uh, maybe we'll talk about getting the pastor on because apparently people are good friends with him that I know of. And so it'd be kind of fun to bring him on here to kind of slice him and dice him. But I feel like it would be it would be fun. But at the same time, nothing would come of it. So just yeah, let us know. At this time, I really um, I, barring, I'm at the point barring where... my friend who uh has a very serious form of cancer and is a very, very liberal theist. Um, yeah. At this time, I have no patience for theists. So let's get the A of U events out of the way so we can jump into that because that would be a great segue, but we need to let everybody know that the Flying Spaghetti Monster Dinner has moved Yes. to the 21st of November now. Yeah, that was uh, for the venue uh, availability. So it is on the 21st. It's on the 21st of November at 3 p.m. So make it down. It's families are welcome, I believe. Oh, please. Yes. Yes. Lots and it's going to be a potluck. So lots and lots of funeral potatoes. <laughs> and it's potluck style. We have a perfect potluck set up so you can sign up for the dish that you want to bring. Um, I'm sure that we can have a couple multiples, but we don't want all potato salad. <laughs> oh, come on. No more. Fr- no frog eye salad. Come on. Ew. <laughs> no. You know what? Personal rule, and not I. Unfortunately, and I feel really, really terrible. Uh, terrible. No carrots and lime jello. I can't be there. I won't be able to mm. be there. And I was really, I was really planning on going when it was on the twenty fourth. Um, but that is 
the Saturday before Thanksgiving, and there is no way this cheesemonger is getting that off <laughs> or leaving early. <laughs> There's no freaking way. Um, Let's see. We have the uh, the solstice party planned for, uh, I think it's December. I don't have the calendar up in front of, of me. Course, it's not. Neither do I. It's December 19th, I think, or December 20th or something like that. It's it's mid-December, right after The Force Awakens is in theaters. I know that. Yeah. And, uh, so, and that'll be a fun well, one. Well, that's coming up. We'll get you more details on that. And then we always have the coffee coffee nights on Thursdays. And, still at and coffees Estizo. on Sundays as well. Yes, we have that one as well. Sorry. There's, there's um, several. And when, then we have the gala coming up, but that's far, far enough in the future that we don't need to worry about it yet. But just focus on the potluck oh, no, dinner. We need to worry it. about the gala. And by worry, I mean, uh, start planning for it. I'm very excited. <laughs> I will be both to the solstice and to the gala. So, um, another great thing is that we are starting our adopt a family. Uh, we have our families selected that we are going to be sponsoring for the holidays. These are families in need who need help getting uh, presents for the holidays. And so um, we have, we are going to be contacting the families and providing everyone with the information of both needs and wants of the family, uh, the children, especially. Uh, so we're going to have at least one thing that they need and at least one thing that they want, but we're going to ask, you know, just say everything that you want. And then we're going to have a way for everyone to sign up for that and register what awesome. they purchase for these families. So we're really excited for that one. So let's go from something sub sublimely high and let's bring it down to a low because we like to fucking punch you right in the gut here on Utah Outcasts. <laughs> the Paris attack. Yeah. By now, everybody's heard about it, and I'm sure you guys have been waiting to hear our response on it, but I'm I'm fucking done with religious people. I, I am just absolutely fucking done. Yeah. Um, um, between the LDS the, decision and and then the, I I I I understand that Islam at this time in history is far more openly violent against everyone else. Uh, they're openly violent because let's be clear, Christians are killing people all the fucking time. Okay. Yeah, I mean we're bombing the shit out of people. Oh <laughs> yeah, we're bombing the shit out of people. Let's talk. Let's let's just talk about some small scale ones. Uh, there are the there's the Christians who uh, don't believe in any medical intervention at all, killing their kids, letting their children yep. die of perfectly treatable illnesses like a simple infection. And by the way, there's no good way to die from an infection. No, it's it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like there are, there's the instance that we heard about fairly recently of people starving their toddler because they thought it was possessed by a demon. Or you had the, the twin girl, I think it was twin girls that were adopted by that. No, not twin girls, but they were kids. Their daughters adopted by this one guy yeah. that was like an assemblyman that were kept in their like separate rooms and like beaten and, you know. They did the yep. whole sound torture thing. And then next thing you know, oh, these kids are possessed by demons. We're going to sell them to a fucking pedophile. Yes. And there's no, there was no law against that because they're good Christians. And let's, talk, so anyway. let's just talk about the sexual assault that goes on in the Christian faith. Seriously, oh, you don't. Uh, I guarantee <laughs> that there are some atheists yeah. that uh, very, uh, there are some atheists that um, are pedophiles. Now, one being a pedophile does not mean one has acted on that. I yeah. want to be clear, just being a pedophile does not mean one has attacked children. 
doesn't make you acting on the the impulses makes you the bad person. Yes, and many of the and many people who are pedophiles know that and don't ever do. And I know that sounds a lot like the whole religious thing of saying hate the sin, not the sinner kind of thing. But let me tell you something: a kid, a child cannot give consent. That's that's no just matter it. fucking what. An, an adult, I mean, two ho- two homosexuals, two men or two women, they can absolutely yeah. give informed and complete consent. A child cannot, and I'm not talking teenagers here, um, but there is a rampant problem amongst Mm -hmm. theists and religions of sexual abuse of children, of small children. Well, especially in Islam, which is what we have to blame for this, because it definitely was members of ISIS that were then the worst part is that they they snuck in among refugees. (laughs) We have reports of that today. Um, so it was a small arms attack and they had some suicide bombers and grenades and shit like that. So they killed over a hundred people. Uh, most of them, I believe were at that concert hall, the, the Bataclan. By the way, these were just people going out for a good time, not harming anyone. And then what gets me is that, fuck, it's, it's really bothering me because I, I see myself as a liberal, but then there's the people that take liberalism way to the fucking extreme. Of, you know, where it's the same problem we're having with, like, the Missouri State thing where they're not allowing press into certain areas because, you know, their freedom of expression doesn't mean that person has freedom of the press and everything. Um, but that's a rabbit trail. Uh, but they're saying, like, oh, well, you guys are all pissed off about Paris, but what about what happened in Jordan? Or not Jordan. What the fuck is it? It's, um... Beirut, uh, darling. Yeah, in Beirut. It's like, yes, there was another attack. So it was more Wahhabi-style fucking attacks on one type of Islam versus another. Yeah. And look, uh, and they're like, I, why aren't you offended by that? Be like, I am honestly, because it's fucking business as usual over there. I am offended and, by that. I'm offended that it's constant violence over there and it's disgusting. And the fact of the matter is that we, we have created that situation. We have like, allowed constantly. this chaos and this violence and innocence to die. We have allowed situations that, Young women like Malala get shot at for going to school. That is offensive. Yep. But when Paris and these people who have not, who are not involved in this at all, yeah, the, the people who we and don't forget America, we really need to fucking remember who our allies are here. Yeah, because Paris was there when the fucking British were coming after us. Yes, they were. So if we want to enjoy being a country that like is based on liberty and all this other fun democracy and everything like that. Think a Frenchman. Do you know? Do you want to know why the French Revolution happened at all? Because they assisted the Americans in their revolution, and the people believed in our revolution and rebelled against their. Uh, it was an aristocracy, technically a monarchy, but it was more of an aristocracy. They rebelled against that. Uh, yeah. Yes, the French people hold. They got tired of the one percent values of freedom that we do. Yeah. And for fuck's sake, do you, they have supported us in so much and we sit here and make fun of them. <laughs> and besides, so, I ate some French cheese tonight and it was fabulous. And so the fallout of all of this, I mean, and not, not all of it, there's a lot more to it than this, but I'm picking, I'm nitpicking, of course, because this is my fucking show, um, is that we have a hashtag of pray for Paris. No, I will not. Nope. Fuck that. I will not pray for Paris. And I even started mocking it on the internet, on other sites and everything. A lot of them got deleted. I got a whole bunch of 
Uh, because what I would say instead of pray for Paris, I'd be like, no, religion's responsible. We don't need more religion. We need less religion. That's just it. At this point, I'm. I don't get like, it. I don't. It's it, get it. It's like the people that like sports ball a lot who are claiming, you know, God's on our side because you know we won the game, kind of thing. It's like, you know, those guys that were uh, killing people at that concert hall. They were praying while they were doing it. You know. Mm-hmm. They were saying God is great. God is great. God is great. It wasn't even yeah. that different of a religion from Christianity. And from that's Judaism. Bothering the fuck out of me because I know if, I'm if any three any of these three, and I put a big rant on my Exifer read, so just look it up, Facebook.com slash Exifer Zamini. But um the fact that all three of these religions sh- share the same branch of the same fucking tree of religion. Yep. And if if any three of these fucking people, any of these groups, I should say, followed their book to a letter like the people at ISIS are doing, there would be a lot more killing. And I bet you they'd be high fiving each other over this shit. It's disgusting because we had that motherfucking guy that that uh had the presidential candidates over this week. I can't remember his name. I had it running through my head all fucking day. Today. Kevin something. Kevin Swanson. Ugh. Who. Essentially, it was a let's get together and find out how we're going to kill all the gays meeting. Yep. And there were three. One, two, three. Bobby Jindal, Ted Cruz, and some fucker. Mike Huckabee. Mike Fuckabee was there. And all three of them there, even just being there, means you are complicit in this asshole saying this shit. That's just it. This is a tacit endorsement. You stood on the same stage as this fucker saying that same shit. And, so anyway. and it doesn't matter. And see, this is this has been my point. So many people, uh, I saw somebody uh, on Facebook, Islam is a horrific religion, and I and she was frankly calling for like the death of all Muslims. Yeah, which none of us advocate. No, for. I'm nope. nope, nope, not by any means necessary. I mean, yeah, we're pissed off, but we're not going to say. Well, you know what? No, we need to do. We need Jewish. to go fucking get them back. She's not. Like, no, she's no. not orthodox or nothing. Yeah. Like she's as far from orthodoxy as you. she's culturally Jewish. Um mm. but so she was well she grew up in Israel. So oh. she fucking hates Muslims. <laughs> um but I'm and I went on her Facebook and apparently we're still friends. Uh which is good and I said no, all religion is toxic, all of it. And I yep. said uh fuck these people, but let's also say Fuck all these others. And so stop praying for Paris. Donate to something that matters. Do your research on the charity you're donating to. And and let's help a, help another fucking human being, regardless of what they believe in. If I you could, know? I would go. I would go to Paris and help. I mean, yeah, it's been a lifelong dream to go to Paris, but I I, I would go to if it was anywhere. Um, I, I would love to go to Beirut and help. I really would. Yeah. I just I, I would love to visit some place some of these places in the middle east because it's where fucking civilization started i would too but the fact is it's so goddamn unstable over there there's no way in hell i'm ever going to go visit like like we can i cannot actually ever go to iran like because of my job um not just because of that because they don't really want us there but the just imagine some of the fucking old old cities that they have there that are still like standing in you can go to you can go to morocco I can go to Turkey. Let's go to Turkey. Yeah, Turkey. you can go to Morocco. Morocco loves Americans. That's not a joke. S- stay away from South Turkey. <laughs> Morocco's 
like all about Americans and and uh I see X you can go to any like you could technically go to these places and yeah. not be under threat for your life for not following a specific dress code. <laughs> That's true. I can't go to any of these places and dress like I do. Like every day in the winter. <laughs> so, Fuck. Uh, but Morocco, and it's all because of in Morocco I could wear tank tops or whatever I wanted because in Morocco they have no laws and those people uh just love Americans. Uh, ser- uh seriously, Morocco is actually a remarkably diverse country. So. Man. So let's see. I think that brings us to about our first break. Yeah, we're going to cut it here. Um, we did have some other news we talked about. Well, let's just do this one story because I, I wanted to talk about it. Um, the Vatican is operating secret brothels for Catholic priests. Mm, not a surprise. Not a surprise. Yeah. You know, I've, okay. I, Vatican's I read... still the Vatican and the Catholic Church is still the Catholic Church. Got it. And brothels and massage parlors where priests pay for sex, according to the latest claims to emerge from the Vataliks scandal. Mm, not a scandal. <laughs> Don't give a shit. That's what they do. So there's a there's a Vatican mole uh, it indicated that a Vatican department, the Congregation for the Propagation of the Faith. That just sounds like I'm going to give you some dick. That sounds dirty. <laughs> I'm going to propagate my face, faith all over your face. <laughs> Uh, and I don't consent to that either. Nope. So they're they're leasing and renting out own properties from the Vatican at normal fee at nominal fees, sorry, to powerful colleagues who will in turn allow the properties to be used as secret brothels and illicit massage parlors. So get your happy endings. Ah, uh, you know what? Fine. At least they're getting it somewhere and not kids. Man. Seriously, it's, it's just the Vatican doing the Vatican thing. They've been doing this since they've been like founded. I just I find it funny that that a a religion that that uh, touts the whole you know chastity charity and all this other stuff is like yeah you're another fucking human being just like everybody yep. else you like to get your rocks off you know quit playing high and mighty we uh, us atheists are winking at you yeah you know you like a tuggy every once in a while but you know well who doesn't don't like fucking a tuggy? Put, I know but don't put yourself up there as this like oh, no, high they're and telling mighty other person. people to be chased and they're telling women not to use birth control. And telling men to not use birth control so that they, they can fucking give everybody AIDS and shit over in Africa. Uh-huh. It's just, oh, so why is anyone religion. a Catholic? Why is anyone? I, any, I, you know what? Any, I hope my family's AIDS. listening. Anyone in my family. <laughs> anyone. You look at every branch, every religion, and I honestly can't find one that doesn't have bad horrible evil fucking skeletons in its closet oh, of shit that it should not have done they're 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 methods of control just like basically any monarchy like there are good there are good chapters in the catholic church where they did remarkable good where they used up on like basically all their rules uh yeah there there are <laughs> chapters like that but there are oh so they brought themselves out of the dark ages then <laughs> uh no uh there, there are there are chapters like uh there there were chapters in catholicism where they were like uh and this is true uh witch burning was a pagan practice before it was a catholic <laughs> practice uh the thing is they only burned witches if things didn't go as planned, like they got a shitty harvest. So they only burned evil witches. Uh, uh, and then the Catholics came along and said, don't, don't burn witches. <laughs> witches don't exist. And, <laughs> don't touch me. And, they, and, and, and they were like, that's, that's not a thing. Witches, they just don't exist. And there was a beautifully worded argument, actually, like from 
uh, a cardinal at the time, and it was very rational. It was. And um, he said, he said, if she weighs the same as a duck. It would no. It was. It was during the Renaissance. <laughs> You know, and the reaction from the peasantry is, well, if there are no witches, where are all the newts coming from? <laughs> and uh, I got better. Then after the, uh, but then later, uh, they, uh, the Catholic Church was like, no, definitely witches exist. Burn them all, not just the evil ones, guys, just all of them. Which I mean, you shouldn't burn anyone for being a witch ever. But the Catholic Church like upped that pagan ante. Well, maybe she's into it. I don't know. And no. <laughs> and by the no, way, X, like, you like, probably like would have been burned as a witch too. So fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would have been. What was that shitty movie series? Oh yeah, Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go drink the uh, the the boiled fat of a uh, unbaptized child so I can fly. You know. No. Well, if that's, worth if that's it. what you have to do to fly, I, I don't think that's worth it. That's not. Worth I don't know. It. That's. The kid from Stand By Me probably had it coming. Like, 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 think about how cold clouds would be. Yeah, that's true. And you wouldn't be able to breathe. So anyway, we've gone past just a couple minutes. I'm going to have to be the time wrangler here. Sorry we went really fucking ranty there. But enjoy this little commercial, and we'll be back with your favorite segment of the week. Looking for something new and exciting? Or maybe just a change from the old Atheist Show format? Cellar Door Skeptics Podcast provides listeners with hours of enjoyment each week on Spreaker and iTunes. Check us out as we talk politics, religion, science, reviews, books, and music, along with the occasional interview just for a twist. Join Christopher Tanner and Chris Hanna every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern as they bring fresh content to you. Walk with us through the Cellar Door as we help you prepare for the revolution. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and even on Facebook. Okay, and we're back. And welcome to your favorite segment of the week, Our Fun with Real Audio. And I think we're going to stick with that title from now on. Because oh God. It's, just fu- it's just fucking works. Okay, here's my wine. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. See you so first up, let me say that um, we get a lot of our clips and stuff through Right Wing Watch because they watch hours and hours of this horrible horrible bullshit and distill it down into small bite-sized segments for people like me yeah that i can handle (laughs) not sober but But, you know (laughs) last night their youtube got taken down when i was in the middle of looking at it like it was it was straight up like it says this account has been terminated because of numerous third-party like complaints and stuff like that come to find out it's that whole kevin swanson guy because Mm -hmm. they posted clips of his shit and all of us who know how this stuff works and how podcasts and YouTubes and stuff work know that that was clearly fair use. Absolutely. Yeah, he said it publicly. So. It can be shared publicly. And so them being taken down is probably temporary. So they do have a backup account. It doesn't have everything I had for the show this week. But thankfully, he had some. Fu- they had some fucking gems there. So go check them out. Follow them. All that fun stuff. Because Right Wing Watch is really fucking great. I love those guys. So first up, we have my favorite silver-haired dick in a box uh brian fisher mm, here we go you know, the the american family association <sighs> you know they got they can't keep a job they from throw sort of american family liberty into anything and i already know i'm gonna fucking hate it <laughs> toss some so, buzzwords there make it yeah sound here's good. the thing is that i'm all for family i have like the best family ever seriously real quick I uh, went to a family dinner at my grandma's and we talked about all of us wanting blowjobs from Jennifer Lawrence as long as we were like one of the first five people in line. 
uh, and peeing in the shower. To which my grandma, not the blowjobs from Jennifer Lawrence, didn't bat an eye. She didn't have a comment, but you know, didn't bat an eye. Um, my my aunt screamed, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck!" and then said, "And my friend apologized to my grandma." She said her name. I'm not gonna say her name. Uh, and and my grandma was like, "I don't care." <laughs> like she seriously was like shocked that somebody thought that she would be offended by the word fuck. What's everybody's stance on peeing in the shower, though, I'm wondering. And that's where I was getting. And my grandma goes, well, I see it as conservation of water. <laughs> I <laughs> the, have the, most the pipes go to the same place. Yeah, I was going to say it's the same. It's the George Costanza defense. I, I go with George on this one. I'm not one. getting out. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same pipes. Yeah. Why, why would I get out? Fucking great when you're relieving yourself and you're getting a nice hot shower at the same time. You're like, <laughs> it's like two pleasures at once. And urine is sterile, so... Yeah. But so I love fam. I love my family. I'm seriously. Because they're a bunch of shower peers. Ew. Our Christmas tradition is to get drunk and play inappropriate games like Cards Against yeah. Humanity together. You know, I have a set that I haven't even opened up yet. <laughs> uh, so family's awesome. Liberty, fuck yeah, I'm all about that. In reality, like <laughs> when we uh, when we do the the live show from the basement here, I think we should have the I'll get my card table out and hook all the microphones up and we'll play games. OK, and we'll just <laughs> that sounds fun. And then uh, Liberty family. Hold on. There was another one that I said. American. There's, there's oh, American. American in there. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm all about American shit. American. I even watch football stuff. sometimes. Sports ball. <laughs> I'll have to remind me. I'll have. I'll bring it up at the end of the show. But I had a, a conversation today that was equal bits terrifying and charming at the same time. <laughs> so at the in a, in a Walmart parking lot, nonetheless. So, so. <laughs> fuck those guys for co-opting those families. Or those, so yeah, those Brian, words, Brian Fisher like, to make them sound like they mean what they want them to mean. They don't fuck them. Okay, here we go. This case in Utah. The case that we're talking about mm-hmm. is the the. The kid that was being taken away from the lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. And the judge who had the order reversed, by the way. Was that happening up in Price? Uh, yes. I believe so. I think so. Yeah. Around there. So it got reversed? It, yeah, it the, got reversed. the judge backed down. Of course he did, yeah, because he had because no her, because then. Even Herbert was going, what the fuck are you doing? Well, when Yeah, when, when the state that you're representing is going, uh, I don't think so, and I think we're going to back up everybody... Uh, fighting you on this one yeah as i posted on twitter and facebook for the uh, the utah outcasts uh i said when your misogynistic transphobic piece of shit governor goes what the fuck i think you've done wrong <laughs> <laughs> this is a little too far yeah that's a bridge too far you know everything else no fuck the poor people no <laughs> we're still gonna keep doing that yeah okay so this couple in utah we we got Five, like not even five seconds. <laughs> so One second. This, One second of audio. I love this shit. Hey, God. Where a judge is doing the right thing for this child. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Excuse okay, me. What the fuck did he just say? He said the, the the judge was doing the right thing for this child. Oh, okay. I thought I'd gone crazy for a second. Oh, this guy's fucking nutters. By taking <laughs> this child away from the lesbian foster parents, the home in which the child had been pushed because he knows Based on research, that's a bad environment for children. Oh, now, nope. oh, now nope. you want to cite research, even though it's flawed <laughs> research, and although, even though it's shit research, and even though there are <laughs> decades and decades of studies that same-sex couples actually may even be more beneficial on average, not necessarily because they're same-sex uh, than straight couples. No, now you want to be all sciencey, you motherfucking hack. <laughs> 
because you bought different organizations that could be used as citations in these studies. Yeah, okay, it's not yeah, even legitimate like research. It's completely fraudulent. I'm feeling the drink hitting me. <laughs> like, I'm already okay. like, I got I can't do this. I can't do this, you guys. Okay, let's go. <laughs> right. We might have to do a different segment next week. <laughs> <laughs> and no culture, no culture, ladies and gentlemen, would ever want to... Ad- oh, wait, he just took his glasses off. Shit just got fucking serious. No oh. culture. No culture. No culture would ever want. Now, public policies that are harmful, dangerous, and risky to children. That means we should never countenance policies that place children in same-sex households, whether it's foster care or whether it is adoption. If we care- <gasps> Oh, my God! Did he just... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Never. He said never. No, never. okay. He's correct. No <laughs> culture would ever want what they would deem damaging situations to children. True. But this is why we don't interpretation (laughs) for this. This is why we have to go to the science of this shit because it's objective, not subjective. And the science says that same sex couples are like other parents, exactly like other parents. In fact, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because the kids go, like my kids found out, boys can marry boys, girls can marry girls. They kind of giggled for a second. And it it's the norm. Oh, you know? I totally was like. It's fucking you, magical. I was like, are you serious? And my mom's like, yeah, some boys like to be with boys and some girls like to be with girls. And then I wanted to meet these people and know about them. That was it. And then I did meet them. And then I did get to know about them. And then I was like, oh, they're as boring as all the other adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll believe. I'll believe these guys actually have the the welfare of children in mind when they get riled up and they ban like peewee football. Religion. Mm, religion. <laughs> religion would be a good one because you know we're gonna make all these other gay kids wait until they're 18, but you know mm. these these kids of gay couples wait till they're 18, but everybody else, no, we're gonna go ahead and let you into the church at eight because you know that's when you're capable of making decisions like I that. I can't believe you know? I can't believe he said this. He's is, this motherfucker yeah. who's so anti-science cited research. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's flawed research. Let's be perfectly fucking honest. Yeah, it's very yeah, but, bad research. Fucking, oh. Okay. If the health, the care, the nurture of children is our priority, which it ought to be. We want to put them in homes where they've got the optimal opportunity to succeed. Optimal. You mean like which can happen in... that, has, that has a steady income and has already raised several or is already raising several healthy and and succeeding children? You mean like that couple? You mean the couple yeah. that the judge took and the, tried to take away? Yeah, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. The, the couple the couple that's that's licensed and and regularly inspected by Child Protective Services and yeah, the, and who child. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That. No, throw her back into the system. Yeah, that's much fucking better. Okay, I might replay a second here because my audio got weird. The nurture of children is our priority, which it ought to be. We want to put them in homes where they've got the optimal opportunity to succeed, optimal nurturing environments, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is in a home where they are raised by a mom and a dad. I do not even believe we should support single-parent adoption. That's- Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah. 
you know, let's leave this kid in the fucking in the homes. Let's leave him in in group homes where yeah. horrible abuse and terrible shit happens to him. Not saying every single one of them, no, but I'm yeah, just like, saying the system. The system's a great place. Um, real world example again. Um, I uh, I didn't know this family. Um, but somebody who I trust at least in this aspect. Uh, was telling us about the way they treat their foster kids. They took on as many foster kids as they could Mm -hmm. because they were a low-income family who refused to work. And I don't want to paint that as, like, the norm because it's not. No. Uh, Except I've I've seen it around here, too. There there are a few. And and mind you, I've heard of one instance, okay? One. This is... This is a few. There are very few who do that. This is a sample size of a very small. <laughs> right. This is not the norm. So I don't want to cut public funding for this at all. And I and I would like to encourage more people to be foster parents. Um, I, I'm I'm not going to because nobody wants. I like my wine a lot. I'm 26. <laughs> and and frankly, I get my cat to the vet when I can. Like, <laughs> um. But my point is, like, this family, uh, there was a game they used to play with one of the teenage boys who was in their care, uh, where it was uh, whack him in the junk when he wasn't expecting. Oh, that's a fun oh, game. Oh, so like most other... Uh, this was a good Christian family who went to church every Sunday. Okay. I, I still never forgiven my dad for him showing me his cow bite. I'm like, oh, you have a cow bite? Where? And like it was a way for him to make me focus really closely on his arm before he did me a squirrel tap. So <laughs> fuck you, Dad. Yeah, uh, this this kid apparently this this kid apparently got to the point where he would stand just covering his junk. Like that's just how he stood. Man. It was a funny joke to hit him. The more you know. So you want to throw an infant back into that kind of system where they have found a loving and caring family. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? A family and even the single is parents. not taking on extra foster kids just because they can. No, they took on this kid and they love this child. They want to adopt her. And because they're gay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy's disgusting. Yeah. He's disgusting. So let's let let's let him finish up with oh, his rope around his throat. Hang on. Let's let him finish. Elite people, Hollywood people, rich people, even some in the conservative community are adopting children as single parents. I think it is a terrible thing to do to a child. Because when you would... <laughs> it's not, Go for it. actually. You know, if you have the means for it and you haven't... If you spend time, that's what kids want more than anything mm-hmm. is time. You know what? Um, I, I am a true believer in it takes a village. Uh, this is why uh, my friends who don't have family nearby, I offer to watch their kids. I don't have kids, but I am the oldest of four. I know how to watch kids. I do. I- Shit, I've got, I've got family all over the fucking place, and they don't ever come to watch the kids. I, I just, it, well, like, like, uh, we would have when it was one kid, but now you got three. Fuck, it's hard. <laughs> well, like Rena, our dear friend. Um. Oh, congratulations, new baby! Yes, Yay. Rena had her baby. We're so happy. She can have wine again, and I can't wait to drink with her. <laughs> um, but uh. Archer was being a shit to me one of the times I was over there. Uh, I shouldn't have said his name. Shit. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, sorry. Anyway, let's let Brian Fisher finish up. Then. Opt a child into a single parent home, and I don't care what the values of that that parent are, if you deliberately, I mean, it happens. I mean, people wind up as single parents all the time. 
It's a tragedy when it happens. It's a terrible thing. Our heart goes out to them. But we all know that that's not good for children. That's one of no. the reasons why it breaks. No. Because we know. No. no. I think mixed families make shit better for kids. Actually, yeah. <laughs> actually the research shows that, um, like, let's say it's a divorce situation. It's more important for the parents, or at least a parent, who, who's mostly in the kid's life, to show that they're happy. It's better for the, it's better psychologically for the children to see happy parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to end up like Kirk Van Houten. <laughs> I think you're gonna hang yourself. Can I borrow a feeling? Jesus. <sighs> okay. The impact that it has on uh, children. So we're gonna want if we care about children, we're gonna want to put them in the the best possible environment. That's in a home raised by a mom and a dad. One of the things <laughs> that we found this. No, hang on. Let him finish. This is an astonishing figure. This is in, uh, specifically in lesbian households, which is what we're talking about in Utah. Uh, adults who were raised by lesbians reported an astonishing ten that they were ten times more likely to have been touched sexually by a partner. Or Liar. Adult. <laughs> Liar. Absolutely. That's completely bullshit. You know, because you're a lesbian, you're more likely to be an abuser. Fuck you. Mm. That is complete bullshit. Liar. That's evil. That 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 was a straight up fucking lie. Oh, no. He's reading it off a piece of paper. It's got to be true. Oh, God. (laughs) That's disgusting what he just said. Hang on. I think he finishes it off here with one great quote. So the risk of sexual... Abuse, unwanted sexual touching, is 10 times higher in a lesbian household than in a heterosexual household with a mom and a dad. 10 times. So if we care about security. No. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He's almost done. integrity of our children, which I do, then the last place we are going to want to put a child is in a lesbian household. So good for the last place we are going to want to put a child. No, wait. Did is he in just a say something household. about the child's integrity? <laughs> the child's sexual integrity. Because, you know, if, if a kid's more uh, abused, they're more likely to grow up to be abusers kind of thing. I... <laughs> you have no words. She is dumbstruck. <laughs> they, there, there are absolutely no words for that. Absolutely. No. That's, that's... Yeah, that's just fucking terrible <laughs> it's fucking terrible he's a horrible human being who is citing bad research and reaching millions mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah i'm getting whiskey fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we'll, we'll move on to the uh the next asshole real quick here so keep that one in mind uh next one here is we have uh david vitter you know the actual senator David Vitter talking oh, about this. Okay. So this one's a bit longer. We'll I'll try to trim it down a little bit because he's and Felicia went to go get drinks, so <laughs> we can get through more of a clip here. Hang on. Uh make no mistake about it, this is the growing battle, particularly in the wake of the recent Supreme Court decision with regard to gay marriage. Uh that decision will clearly unleash all sorts of assaults against the Christian. Yeah, wait for the. Okay, she's got a drink. Yeah. Okay, so we got David Vitter and we got him stum- stammering a little bit, talking about how 
the Supreme Court decision about uh, gay gay marriage is going to affect Christians, and so mm-hmm. of course, of course, yeah. it fucking is. Well, you know, is, you know, in all fairness, yeah, it does, but it, it really only affects gay Christians that want to get married. <laughs> so yeah, sure. Hey, you win points for being technically correct. <laughs> This guy's a senator. Keep in mind, <laughs> Senator oh David. God, are you uh, okay? Yeah, yeah. Is between one man and one woman, and make no mistake about it, those assaults are coming on churches and pastors and believers who are trying to live their faith um, in a quiet but important way, including in terms of how they choose to live their lives and run their businesses. Quiet. Run their businesses. That's quiet. awesome. Oh, That's okay. not quiet. Let's just okay. Let's talk about sweet having a storefront is the last fucking thing furthest thing from being quiet. Let's talk about Sweet Cakes Bakery real fast. Oh. Okay, <laughs> there was a lesbian couple who ordered a cake from them. Uh, they didn't know it was a gay wedding. Uh, when the bakery found out it was a gay wedding, they said we don't want to do it. The gay couple said fine and left a negative review on Yelp. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly acceptable, if you ask me. Yeah. They, they accepted our order and then wouldn't do it because we're gay. We don't like them. That's what Yelp is for. <laughs> yep. uh, so that bakery, in retaliation, posted their private information, Boxed including them. phone mm-hmm. numbers, emails, and address, online. Mm-hmm. Posted it publicly. On multiple Christian forums. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the gay couple sued them for violation of privacy. Which was correct again. Mm-hmm. Yep. They which won they for did. a violation of privacy, not for not serving a cake. Had mm-hmm. nothing to do with the cake. It was for violation of privacy. Then the people around them boycotted them because word got out about what they did, and they went out of business because nobody would buy a cake from them. That is not actually Christian persecution. I don't know no, if they understand that's that. Bad business. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the fucking you, cake. I don't get how they they don't realize that you can be a Christian and <laughs> a good businessman yeah. or a a Muslim and <laughs> a purveyor of fine pork sausages. Yeah. You don't have to eat it. <laughs> you can sell it. Yeah. It's like you can be a a, a Jew and I'm sorry, I was going to go with a bad joke there, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Damn it, we, you, we should stop persecuting people for being assholes. That's just <laughs> terrible. We should you know, we should just, as a society, stop doing that. You know how Kim Davis quietly yeah. expressed faith. Yeah, you know? quietly. Quietly. Mm-hmm. That's why when I was putting together our plan for this campaign, that's why I specifically wanted a whole chapter on protecting life in religious freedom, because that's the battle of today. That is front and center. Uh, it's a shame that it is 10 years ago. I'm not sure I would have predicted these religious freedom issues would be so much under siege, but they are. Because we are fucking tired of it. Gay people getting yeah. married is and we are not persecution. It's not. We are not. We are it's not. We're, we're not going quietly into that good night. We are fucking standing and, up for and ourselves. And by the fucking way, abortion is also not Christian persecution. <laughs> nope. It's bodily autonomy. Yeah. What? Until it can survive without what? the body, it's her body. It's like, 
It's like, yeah. you know, you can be a Christian and a mass murderer. Did you know that? It, <laughs> it works because I think most of the population of prisons is religious. How about that? Mm. <laughs> it's okay. I, I'm forgiven. Jesus Christ spilled his blood to save Ew, me. Oh my God. It's so gross. I've been washed in the blood of the lamb. Oh, man. That's so weird. creepy. <sighs> been washed in the blood of the lamb. Like that. Ew. And it just goes to the analogy once again. You call him a shepherd. What does that fucking make you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to just point out that my cat got an abscess on the top of his head uh, this last week. And it was super gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been squeezing pus out of it all week. Stick a Q-tip in it and call me a unicorn. And blood. And guess what? Bathing in the blood. I didn't literally bathe. I just you had a. I had antiseptic wipes that the vet gave me, and you know, cleaned. It. All of a sudden, but I'm reminded of like a church hymn of where it was actually singing about being bathed in the blood of Christ. Yeah, and, but ba- mm-hmm. but yo, I, I grew up a Southern Baptist. Stupider but... than me. And you say stupider, yeah. I meant to. More stupid. <laughs> having the blood of something not as intelligent as I. It's gross. Near me was uncomfortable enough. And I love my cat. Like, and I, I've, I've been around a significant portion of blood one time before. I'm not going to tell you how. That's another story for another show. <laughs> um, but it doesn't smell good either. Well, no. A lot of blood no. stinks like iron. Yeah. It, it, it's bad smelling. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're, there's an innate fear there. Uh, it's called evolution. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. I need to get out of here. Blood being outside the body is bad. Bad. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So let's go back to David Vitter. Oh, I strongly, uh, strongly support that sort of legislation. Again, in stark contrast to my position... And, and my uh, speaking out in favor of that. This guy's the worst fucking public speaker. Oh, he's terrible. I, How did I, he I would become be a senator? Agreed. 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 No, he sounds reasonable. Who is this again? David Vitter. He's a senator from... Fuck, I, fuck if I know. Some <laughs> Republican district somewhere. Yeah, right. That's, that's good enough for me. Uh, my opponent in this race, John Bell Edwards, fought and helped kill... Mike Johnson's legislation in the legislature this past session. He mo- kill. Kill. Successfully led the effort to kill it. So again, on this, as on many issues, the contrast really couldn't be clearer. Well, I'd like to... Uh- I'm waiting for the money shot, and let me let me fast forward a little bit. Yeah, please do, because she's just so boring. It's so droll. Let me go near the end Good. here because she that she slowed down her drinking because of him, actually. That is that is where the that's where the uh <laughs> the jism's gonna come out. I'm sorry, here. when they say the stupidest shit, I'm just I like I start throwing throwing it back. I'm like, I can't fucking <laughs> I can't fucking do it. <laughs> like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm like just nursing it, just sipping, and then they say something ridiculously stupid, and I'm like, fuck it. And I just... <laughs> and tolerance of that. And we have a tradition of accommodating those sincerely held religious beliefs. Unfortunately, there are folks, folks on the left in America now, who want to fundamentally change that tradition and not provide for any reasonable accommodations of that at all. They want to make <laughs> Believers like us 
second-class citizens. They want to completely push us out of the public square. <sighs> All because of gay marriage. I know people who could be fired for just not believing in God. Okay? <laughs> oh, you, but you they're know. the second-class citizens. Yeah, they're the ones who are persecuted. Oh, fuck. The, this guy is honestly saying <laughs> that you know we're not we're not going to be doing the whole uh, exemptions for you know deeply held religious beliefs. Uh-huh. Be like, no, that's okay. Atheists can play that game too. I, I'm going to go get my satanic temple card. I'm going to go get my mm-hmm. flying spaghetti monster picture taken. You know what? I'm going to have all of these sincerely held religious beliefs where you're going to go. Uh, maybe it's a bad idea to allow people to do this kind of thing. <laughs> like the satanic temple saying that women are exempt from the waiting periods for abortions because of necessarily mm-hmm. yeah. health religious beliefs. Health religious mm-hmm. beliefs. Yep. Yep. <sighs> okay, so definitely he's not the winner for the week. No. At least she didn't feel like she had to take a drink for that one. Just mostly Christian, like, fuck that guy. Kristen's becoming second class citizens due to gay marriage. No, they're uh, not. They're not, though. Definitely. Not happening. Nope, not happening. And the last one here is we have batshit Klingon dork, or sorry, Gordon Klingon Schmidt. Sorry, um, <laughs> <sighs> talking about elections. So I'm just gonna play oh, him. This is this thing. is a really short one, so we can just fire it and get and talk about it. So let's go. You know, we do discern upon Kim Davis, Matt Staver, and now Matt Bevan, the new. Kentucky Governor, congratulations, Governor-elect, for representing and manifesting the Spirit of God in your campaign. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yep. He just waved his hands and, look, there's a penis. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm talking <laughs> Spirit of God. I can, manif- I can manifest a boner just with, like, a decent breeze. You know? <laughs> magic! Mine's, mine's secret whenever I get, you know... Lady boners are secret. You can't see it. Okay, moving and on. From from what I've I'm gonna go down a quick little rabbit trail here. I don't know how everybody does it in the world, but usually when, when guy boners happen and you're trying to hide it away, uh-huh. most people in America do the down the pant leg or down like down facing. Mm-hmm. I've come to find out a lot of guys in Europe tuck it into their waistband. I thought that was the well, norm. That's no that's... I don't do it the way. No. Because if you go what's down, it, what's it up? See you it, they can see above, the above your belt. But what's the what's it showing up like at the top? Be like, hey, look, I'm a periscope. No, no, no. <laughs> you wear a shirt just long enough that if you lift your hands up, it's not gonna be like beep. I know, but that I don't know. Down has always been easier. Maybe it's because I'm fat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have down. a boner. <laughs> no. Okay, digging shit. Forkenbeck is talking here. Um, when they see God inside of a candidate. They will vote for him every time because people are drawn to the spirit of God. This... So that's why Obama got elected. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Bush got elected. Um... Gross. <laughs> that's, that's really <laughs> this yeah. guy. Gross. I I, I want to. I I wish I didn't have any kind of like. I, I wish I was as sociopathic as I think I am sometimes because I would make a fucking killing. <laughs> as one of these guys just spouting off with this complete inane bullshit and nonsense yeah but i where, hate you know, myself i would I, if i if i had any sense of you know i didn't give a shit what other people thought about me or what i think about myself i would do this because you know what i'd become a preacher and i'd make millions of fucking dollars with a megachurch okay i want to point out that i have done up my ponytail 
twice during the segment, and I didn't have to didn't have to touch it before. That's how much I've been freaking the fuck out. She's gone full Muppet sometimes, where she's like, <laughs> hand, like Kermit the Frog up in the air. Oh my god! I, I'm gonna handle these guys, but I get I get way more like not appropriate Muppet where I just so. flip off the screen where I'm just like, fuck. So apparently, whoever has the most God in them gets voted for. Right. Uh, well, it's what's, so what's amazing. Candidate, yeah, it's amazing candidate that with they, the uh, prime tick mark on it equals God plus, you know, candidate. <laughs> but it's, ama- it's amazing that they actually have to tell people how much God they actually have in them. Um, and that people can't just tell. They have to actually <laughs> talk about it. And, you know, it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that, you know, they get churches mobilized to vote mm-hmm. more than and I will put the the Nick Fish thing up here uh, in a little while. Uh, uh, the interview that we that not the interview the presentation that he had with the atheist event. Top. It was a great. It event. was fantastic. It was such a it's such an informative event. And I did volunteer to drive people to the polls on election day, and I didn't get any hits. Um, yep. So bottom line, us atheists have as many voters as evangelical Christians. And- if we could just get ourselves to quit being these fucking, if we can quit being such, you know, Next turdy year, individuals. <laughs> uh, this still stands. And uh, the Board of Atheists of Utah is actually doing a huge push for <laughs> voter registration and getting the vote out. So we are going to be working on that next year. I will be happy to shuttle people to the polls. This this has been planned ahead of time. Totally board approved. As president of Atheists of Utah, I will drive people to the polls if you don't feel you can get there yourself. So let's finish up Schmitz here because he's only got like 20 seconds left. The word of God is full of justice and fairness and love and compassion. That's why he killed all those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm so full of love, compassion, and justice that I'm going to drown the entire world. Or just, except, or just ignore it long enough for, for everybody to kill each other. That's fine. I'm such a just and loving God that I will idly sit by while people are murdered every fucking day, while people are kidnapped every fucking day, while children are touched inappropriately every fucking day. If you invented evil, you're responsible for it. You set fire to the building. Don't expect me to fucking thank you. (laughs) You I've gone from red wine to whiskey. This is going to be a rough night. (laughs) Freedom. And when people see true freedom in the heart of a candidate, he could always win an election, I believe. Unless the people are evil, and then they will vote against. Of course! Oh, is Yay. that so evil? Oh. Now, oh, yes. Now people who have voted against the godly are evil. I'm so I said, evil. <laughs> so evil. Evil! Because we live in a world of black and white, so there isn't situational ethics. Yay, congratulations. You've just painted everybody who happens to disagree with your particular candidate as evil. Evil. You know, only Sith steal in absolutes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really fucking ready for Star Wars to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Except Yoda, like in the same scene, goes, do or do not, there's no try. There's supposed to be a gradient of, you know, trying. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. there definitely is a try. My mm. ex used to say that to me, actually. They're like, no, I can half-ass. No, or I can do it. No, <laughs> my ex used to say that to me, like, where I'd be like, I genuinely attempted this, and I just could not do it. And he'd be like, do or do not, there is no try. And I was like, fuck you. Like, he used Don't to make yeah, used to, So I fucking <laughs> hate that do or do not, there is no try. Uh, there is a try. 
Yeah. And if I attempt something and don't succeed and I put everything I had into it and yeah. it was simply just not within what I could do. Yeah. That's Yoda, that's... Yoda really should have, should have said, you know, you know, at, do your best. Ass or, or, whole ass or, or no ass. There is no yeah. half. Well, no, he's, he's sat there the whole have. time yeah. watching oh, Luke do it. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm Yoda. I could see the future. I knew you were going to fail anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to be this dick to you this whole time. Mm-hmm. He's like, <sighs> okay, don't look. Don't look at the plot holes of Star Wars. God damn it! Just, just don't look at them. Just accept it. You, you know, it is space wizards, and you know, yeah, like the Bible. It is fucking magical. <laughs> I love that show. Okay, so uh, we've got a. We're gonna finish a couple minutes early because we're we don't have any other segments. I mean, no no other people to talk about here. I mean, if you wanted to pick a winner out of that, clearly it would be the first yeah, asshole. No, yeah, he was a complete asshole. Yeah. Because I don't give a shit what your what your persuasion is. If you want a kid and you're going to love that kid, mm-hmm. that's better than them being in the fucking system. Oh mm-hmm. my god, that guy! The at the end, that oh my. <laughs> oh, just just be just be happy you didn't we didn't we didn't get to go into the Kevin Swanson audio. Yeah, I was really hoping to bring that up because oh, that was terrible. Man, but he is batshit fucking no, I crazy. Can't yeah, if, his, if you I really, listen to yeah. it. I listened to it on the Godless Revolution, you know. Yeah, yeah that's where I heard it too. <laughs> and uh, I had a hard time. Dad, mm-hmm. really, I I almost didn't turn the podcast back on. Like <laughs> it was it was a tough one. Because like on a scale from zero to holy fuck, dude, what are you talking about? He was beyond crazy. It was it was yeah, terrifying. Was... Like the level of crazy he was was terrifying. Damn it! Now we need the audio. <laughs> yeah, we got to get it. We'll we'll find it for another episode. We'll we'll bring yeah, it up for you. Yeah. Uh, but that. for those patrons out there, we have a a great little segment that we're gonna save. For you. We've saved one. Sorry, guys. That's how the shit works sometimes. But uh, it, you'll have to join up and hear what we're talking about there. But anyway, we're gonna go to break real quick. We're gonna play one more commercial, and we'll be back with our final segment of the week, which is gonna be our main topic. And we actually have some pop culture, and I think, ah. Uh, You'll have to sit around because we've got some good stuff coming for you. Anyway, Utah Outcast, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. All right. Thanks for that little commercial break there. Uh, but let's see. We have our final segment of the week for uh, we're going to talk a main topic here for a minute. Uh, we talked about it last week, uh, but specifically the LDS's, LDS church's ruling on same-sex couples and becoming apostates and having their kids not being able to get any ordinances or any baptisms or blessings and all that fun shit. So they come across with a, uh, a clarification, you know, in their policy, mm-hmm. you know, they ruled it this week. It's not doctrine. It's policy. Mm-hmm. So it's fallible and it's the, it's not the word of God. Right. You know? This totally can change you guys. So instead of, you know, Clarifying this and, you know, doing a complete fucking three, uh, not 360. They, instead of doing a 180, they did a, th- a three, no, a five, four, no, even bigger than that. 720. Look at <laughs> you, geometry nerd. I know. <laughs> but they, they, 
they instead of you know reversing this decision and going yeah that's a bad policy we shouldn't be talking about that they went across and they said well that's going to apply to anybody I got new. a better metaphor dude they doubled down they doubled down anybody <laughs> anybody down. who was already baptized or has been getting re- like visiting teachers and stuff like that we're going to keep them in the church they're not they're not going to have to do any of the new stuff because it's it's only the new places new people that we have to worry about it's like when they passed the dumb as fuck Zion curtain rule like mm. established restaurants didn't have to do anything with about it it's only the new restaurants that you have to worry about yes exactly <laughs> yep. yeah so mm-hmm. they they did dumb they went full retard and so no no they didn't are you kidding me this was absolutely <sighs> planned i understand that we had a mass resignation but here's the thing even the people questioning right now uh, the people who did not resign officially, because the people who did resign, and thank you so much for resigning. Um, Over two, like nearly 2,000 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These people so. are people who had already left the religion, just didn't feel the need to remove their name from the records. It's- oh, and I heard I heard that argument from a lot of people. Oh, well, they're, they're not church-going folk to begin with. No, you can't say that about all of them. I, I'm sure there was a few. I'm sure there was a yeah. few. But for the most part, I think these were people who already had doubts, at the very least. Yeah. Um, the thing is that uh, there, I think there are a lot of people who are afraid now, and that's what they wanted. They wanted the fear. They wanted to control people with mm-hmm. fear. They wanted to remind people we're in charge. Mm-hmm. You know? And they wanted what they wanted to do was to tell them to isolate them even more. And these people who maybe had softer opinions on gay people, people, true believing people, you know, uh, we, we're supposed to love them and accept them. Now they've created a division amongst those people. So what they've created is a people who are going to have more babies because that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And the, right. they're creating a stronger hold on control because they've lost it recently. Here's the thing is the LDS church has been losing followers. Uh, with the the information about the Seer Stone and all this internet sharing and all the Joe Smith stuff, real mm-hmm. information, um, they've been losing followers. They needed to find a way to control. Now they've hit the fear. Now they have found people who maybe were gay and haven't been out yet. Or maybe people who have been gay but want to allow their children to participate. Or maybe people who are just going through a divorce and are afraid that their kids are going to be taken away from them. And that is a legitimate argument in the courts. Oh, the children will not be able to participate in their religion if they live in a same-sex home. Which is bullshit that that's, that, that comes up, but it, it does. It does. It does come, it up, it does come up in courts, especially, especially when there's custody. Yeah, and that's that. If nothing's ever going to happen, well, I can't say nothing, but um, for the foreseeable future, I don't see anything happening with my current marriage. But if something were to happen, that is something that she could bring to the courts is saying, "Look, I wanted to raise my kids in this environment, but my husband is an atheist, and so he said no." You know, it, like mm-hmm. make paint me to be the villain in this mm-hmm. case. You know, exactly. Now they can say now those people have a way to say they will be keeping the children from their preferred religion. Yep. And that's so. something the courts will listen to. Do the children want to be a part of this religion? And many of the children will answer, yes. Now they have a way to take them away from it. 
This is about control. So, yes, they lost 2,000 people off their numbers. What they gained was a lot more people afraid of leaving. Mm -hmm. So the media relations manager for the church, uh, Eric Hawkins, had this to say. He's part of the church public affairs department. And if your church has to have a fucking public affairs department, there's something wrong. Yeah. (laughs) If... Uh, we don't want to see anyone leave the church, especially. And he has to say it with that whole sing-songy Mormon way of doing it. You know, I we don't want church to see, is true. We don't want to see anyone leave the church, especially people who have been struggling with any aspect of their life. The church exists to build people and to help them heal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there isn't one of us who doesn't need help at some point in our lives. We hope that today's guidance from the church leaders. An additional commentary will help provide understanding and context to some who may be considering resigning their membership. It is extremely important that our members read what the leaders have said and do not rely on other sources of interpretations Apologize. or what people think they have said. So what he's saying is believe, believe, believe because this person told you. Exactly. This person in authority said this. this you should believe this over your own fucking interpretation. And whatever you do, don't use multiple sources. Never look outside it. Only believe what the church has given you. This church specifically goes out of their way to isolate people. And that's exactly why they've done this. I know a lot of people are like, why? Why? Why would they isolate people like this? Why would they push people away? The reason is that they're trying to isolate the true believing people even more. Because those true believing people have access to the same internet and the same information, and they are just as susceptible to reason as everyone else. Well, it's it's a basic, you know, um, it, it it's almost an ad hominem attack. Yeah, don't I, don't I see believe, where you're from you know, like don't believe the other, don't believe people who say things contrary to to what we're saying because they're evil. Because yeah, hey, they're evil. <laughs> they're trying to get you away from mm-hmm. the church. They're saying terrible things, so of course you can't believe what they're saying. So on a a bunch of local radio stations, I've been listening to commentary from people talking about this all week, and they had a uh, an event that I can't. I'm going to pull the audio for probably next week just to see. I'm going to at least download it to hear what they say. But um, there were they had people interviewed, and they were asking, "Does this affect you personally? Like, does the new decision affect you personally?" And there's a lot of people like saying. No, it doesn't affect me personally because, you know, I'm not gay. And it's like, okay, fuck you. It should affect somebody in your life and you should be, you should be mad that they're saying this kind of stuff. And there's a, there's a lot of people that are like, well, I'm gay and I have a child that's in the church right now. And I wanted to bring them up within that environment because that's a great place for kids to learn morals and all this other stuff. And it bugs the living fuck out of me that people think that you have to take your kid to an institutionalized religion to make them think that to make you believe that they're learning morality. Yeah. You no, can learn morality no. on one fucking index card. <laughs> no, no. Don't hurt no. people. Yeah, if, if you need yeah. flawed morality at best. Yeah, if you need like, if cause you cause no harm. Yeah, if you, you know. if you need an institution like that uh, to come up with a, with morality, that's that's a serious flaw with you as a human being. Least amount of harm, or, most amount of good. That's what it yeah. is. 
And the same person that I was talking about, the one that said, I, I'm in a lesbian relationship, my kid wants to be in the church, and I support this. And they're saying, well, what if? The, what about the potential of um, one of these days? Because you have to not shun your parents, but you have to, um, what's the word Disavow. I'm looking for here? Disavow their lifestyle choice. Yep. yep. And I fucking hate it when they say choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it makes my blood fucking churn and boil know, with the heat of a thousand suns. It's like, oh well, this is this is their lifestyle choice. No, this is who they are. This is, this who is they the fabric. Are. This is the fabric of their being. Their they didn't choose to be choice. gay. They, they didn't choice. choose this shit. No, they fucking didn't. It's like when I hear people that are transphobic talking about stuff. Well, oh, all of a sudden, this person this thinks that they're a woman. No, asshole. <laughs> they they've always been a woman, but they're living in a fucking world in an environment where it's not conducive for them to say so right. because they're going to get fucking trampled on by society. God, that, just, that fucking annoys the hell out of me. It's like, oh, this is our lifestyle choice. No, it's not a goddamn choice. Just because you lost your 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 right to fucking piss they're on still, everybody that they're, they're still that's... selling that it's a choice shit. Ooh, that, that whole oh no it, they they don't have to be gay and yes i understand that human sexuality is fluid and that it's not so black and white as gay and straight i understand that but the thing is that they fall in love with who they love and we marry who we choose i understand that but that doesn't make it a lifestyle choice. They didn't just say, yeah. oh, just women now. Like, it wasn't just like that. They just, that's what they were attracted to. It wasn't a conscious choice. And it's disgusting that they keep pushing that line. It's a lot like how I believe atheism is for a lot of people where it's not, I didn't choose to be atheist. Right. I was brought up in a mm-hmm. belief system. And thankfully, I have a mind cunning enough to, you know, realize that I'm in a I'm in a bad belief system. This this does not compute. This does not equate. My 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 parents still don't claim atheism. Um but like, even when you come down to brass tacks and say, okay, do you have an active belief in a deity? Uh, my dad, <laughs> yes. My dad Okay, yes. so he's a, mom, so okay, so he's not atheist. My then. mom, uh no, not necessarily. Uh she won't answer the question. So well, my friend Brian, <laughs> shout out to Brian West. Hey, um, he was brought up in ultra religious household, and his belief now nowadays because he's he's shunned off a lot of this stuff is his uh, his is more of a I believe that something caused the universe to come into being. Right, there's a lot of those, and mm-hmm. that that's fine. You can you can say that, but I will argue with you every fucking day of the week that why does it have to be something? Right, why does it have to be a someone? You know. Why? Who's to say it didn't automat- didn't exist already? Right. You know, and it's like when you add something to a I don't know, you're making it more complex. You're making a claim, right. and therefore you, you have to justify your claim. Well, you know, the laws of the universe are the way that they are. So the, if you tweaked a little bit, no, of no, no, it, no, no that's like, human perspective. No, that's that's, that's yeah, no, that's not true. That's- it's nature. It's the <laughs> way this universe is set up. There might be other universes where. That's not you're the case. You're establishing your you. But then we're going into quantum are, mechanics, you're and multiverses. Your perception, but that's okay. So anyway. Yeah. Yep. 
it's like when you look into theories of like cosmic bruising where we have a giant black space of uh, no discernible like microwave um, spectrum from the, the Big Bang where we're thinking that might be the boundary of the universe where we're bumping into another fucking universe. <laughs> that fucking blows my mind. <laughs> but I'm not going to say, it, oh, it's some it's some guy blowing bubbles. You know, I'm not going to like reduce it to that and make it more complex at the same time like well then who created the guy where's the guy from what does the guy do what's his name we you know, understand like- things in consciousness I, people project it onto their animals all the time I do it mm-hmm. and for yeah. me it's fiction and it's fun you know you, you vocalize what your animals are thinking right like I'm gonna well that put my food balls looks really that. good I would really love some which is probably accurate there, my name is Doug <laughs> squirrel yeah <laughs> but you know that which is fine, but the reality is that they're not having that conscious thought. No, you because they're not here. You have to step outside <laughs> of your perception, and it's hard. It is really, really hard to do because humans are not evolved to do that. It's like and mathematics. So, Mathma- humans are not evolved to do mathematics. So getting back to the topic at hand, I don't understand how – and this is the Carrie Jackson approach to this – People are staying within this religion when clearly the rules say that you can't be part of this or you shouldn't be a part of this because you're an apostate. I An apostate. Sorry. I don't understand how someone could go, okay, well, I'm an apostate, but I'm still going to go to church. That is just, to me, sounds like someone who's in an abusive relationship like, oh, he only hits me because I talk back, you know, it's just... It is, that is, it's, it's absolutely, exactly it. yeah, yes. it's absolutely an abusive type relationship. It is, and they've cre- they fostered that belief system. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I hear, like, when I was talking to the same family, because I bring them up more and more because it blew my fucking mind that there's a lesbian couple that want their daughters to be raised up in this church. When I... <sighs> It's a misogynistic fucking corporation. Yes, it is. It, it wants your women to be pregnant and at home. And they try to say, well, we give them more powers because they get to bring life into this world. You know why, it's like, you no. know why they want women at home? Oh, speaking of which, we're having someone from Ordained Women here next Wonderful. week. Wonderful. So. You want to know yeah. why they want women in the home? Because that when women are isolated and they are the major influence on their children – they are more likely to grow up in that church. That is exactly what they want. When they isolate the women and they keep them from outside knowledge, which comes from just being exposed to people. Sorry, knowledge, like just just new information. Not even necessarily knowledge. Just new information you're exposed to. If you keep half your population, especially the population that sometimes does have to stay home, like breastfeeding, if you completely isolate them, then you are creating their largest influence on the children, and those children are more likely to remain a part of your organization. It's about control. It's a, so yeah, it's it, absolutely it, about control. It did my heart really good to see a crowd that's normally like 50 to 100 people at these resignation events mm-hmm. jump to a gigantic fucking number of almost 2,000 people, yep. probably over 2,000. Did my heart really well, but I've realized that it, it really is a drop in the bucket. But what what has really done me good in this is that there is a discussion going on. People are finally questioning things. At least mm-hmm. some are. Well, and then there's there's the there's the big there's the other question of uh, just what it actually means to 
be counted as a member, whether you're active yeah. or not, whether you believe it or not, to be counted as a member. Yeah, among their role, among yeah. the people where it's like, man. I, and it's which reminds me, I signed a, uh, I, I sent the Satanic Temple of I can't remember which, uh, which charter it was of it, it has a, uh, a database that you can add your name to where uh, you will not be allowed to be baptized. Mm-hmm. They do not. They baptize won't be able to do baptism for the dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the Satanic Temple was out there pushing for it, and so I put my name for it for it. So. When my mother-in-law, if she outlives me or, you know, I mean, she's probably put my name on the rolls already. <laughs> like, there's no helping this guy. Fuck. I mean, Your name especially is with the shit <laughs> I've been posting on Facebook this last week. I, I don't normally let the uh, the atheism stuff spill too much onto my main uh, podcast page because I, I don't want to, because I have enough people in my life that are so touchy about it that they'd be like, oh, God, he's persecuting me. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. and ultimately, yeah, I probably don't want them in my life. Therefore, persecution, right. But it, but it is part of my support system, and I couldn't be able to raise three children without their help. So, <laughs> And a lot of these people are fickle enough that they would remove, you know, help and shit like that because of, you know, being offended. So, so ultimately, I'd probably be better off without them, but at the same time, it's convenient for me not to raise the dander so much so i can't wait for the kids to get a little bit older so i can be like me me, fuck you guys you know anyway so that's all pretty much i had for the uh for the discussion that we had for this week so let's uh do we have any reviews that you want to talk about for this week uh yes since it's been so long it's it's been it's yeah it's been long since we have actually got to talk about so i'm gonna i'm gonna reach back to next to last week um for one movie. Um, okay. And that is the, the one that a lot of people have been waiting for. Uh, Spectre. The nude Spectra. James Bond. Yes. Spectra. Spectre. Uh, <clears throat> Spectre. Not good. What I'm hearing is a, a, a throwback. If you like old James Bond, I've heard it's really good. It's not. It's not. Okay. It's not really good. It is <laughs> not really good. Really? It is. Now, are you a James Bond fan yes. to begin with? Okay. Yes, I I am. So that it doesn't doesn't follow like the Alfred Broccoli way of, you know, doing things. It it is the plot is way overblown. It's way too convoluted. <laughs> oh, fine. Um, a lot of it doesn't make any sense. They get dangerously close to Austin Powers territory. It's not my it's not my bag, baby. <laughs> and and not in a not in a kind of funny way, but in a uh, oh oh you're you're doing that seriously. Okay. Didn't Daniel Craig quit after this? He's got he one more to. on his contract, but I think he wants to quit. Ah. Um, the movie's going to make money, but really it just it was boring, which is something to say for James Bond movies cuz they're they can be slow. Okay, so beyond Daniel Craig's portrayal, which is always going to be the same. Daniel Craig was awesome. Bond. Daniel Craig is, is awesome. Um, I love Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz was awesome. Um, um, how about Ray Fiennes? Did he have a big role as M in this one? Yes. Since the, yes, they did the expand it. There's no problem with cast at all. Everybody did their jobs spectacularly. I, I couldn't complain at all about the cast in this movie and the jobs they did. It was just a dumb story. It is. It was a, it was a crabby story. It was really poorly paced. It just even from the get go, from that opening song 
which is the worst James Bond theme song I have ever heard. Wow, that's depressing because I really loved uh, Skyfall, the opening song for Sky yeah. Skyfall. I really loved. I for me, Skyfall is the pinnacle of Bond movies. God, that was I think. brilliant for, for me because Beautiful. I fucking. Love- yeah, and that only makes this one worse. It really only makes it worse. Like if you would take if you take if you took this movie and you put it uh right in the middle of like the Roger Moore. So I want to say that James Bond movies it'd be okay. So here's here's what I want to say. Um mm-hmm. I grew up uh so the first James Bond I ever saw was Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. And so my dad was like, oh, you like Bond? Let me show you the original. And I love me some Sean Connery Bond growing up, right? Mm-hmm. He's so sexy. <laughs> I loved it. Um, and then we got Daniel Craig. And I was like, oh. My. Who is smoldering. Oh, my God. I don't, Craig. I don't care what your what your Kinsey score is. That guy is a fucking hottie. <laughs> he nailed the Bond for me. Like, I was like, this is Bond. Like. He, he, he had that look. He like I I was I was all about it, and then I tried to go back and watch Sean Connery, and uh, the feminist in me had evolved, and he literally yeah. slapped an ass uh, the ass of a woman and said, "Let the men talk, sweetheart," and slapped her on the ass, and I went, "Oh fuck <laughs> you!" And like I was done, I was done. I could not finish the film. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" <laughs> I'm done. So, uh, yeah, everyone who says Sean Connery is the ultimate Bond, fuck you. Daniel Craig nailed it. And so to, <laughs> to, to have this one, like, uh, what is it? Uh, Quantum of Solace? Oh, fuck Quantum of Solace. That was the most boring fucking awful. one so far. It nope, I'll take, I'll take Quantum of Solace over this one. Really? Yes. Oh, no. man, because I, yes. I no. thought, Quant- like, like, after Casino Royale, oh, and, which was fucking amazing. Which, I mean, I even- rewatched several times because i just mm-hmm. love the film i love it's it. like you, you go from that to quantum of solace and you're like oh th- maybe this isn't gonna work and I then they come back with skyfall and you're like yay solace. bond movies yeah. oh yeah uh, man. yeah so no they, they yes but they they tried they tried really hard way too hard to reach back to that that that, <laughs> re- that yeah the the essence yeah. of of bond the Doctor Evil shit. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't get there. But they had um, the essence of Bond. They had the true they, essence of Bond. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, but they had to reach back and they had to try to grab every single plot point and element that they could cram into this movie. When you're introducing a new character every twenty or thirty minutes, that's going to be in the movie for one scene. Ooh. And then when it's you're when writing. you're going back and you're making callbacks to movies that are now, see when when did Casino Royale come out? Is that ten years ago now, almost. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. you're making you're making references back to a movie that's ten years old now. You are you are forcing your audience to stop and go, wait, who's that person? What what are they? Wow. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm trying to remember back to a movie that's ten years old now. Because you're not giving me any reference, you're just showing a name or a picture. Yeah, fuck, that was nine years ago. Yeah. God. So yeah, I I'm sorry. No, I I, I, I had a hard time remembering my my at the time boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We like we we went free running through the mall. It was <laughs> seriously. I did some badass <laughs> shit. It was awesome. Like I was just like, sure, let's try it. 
because um, <laughs> of that film. We went and saw that, and then we're like, let's do this. Um, but yeah, that was nine years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine yeah. years ago, man. Jesus it was, Christ. Yeah, it. Yeah, don't don't do callbacks to fucking ten year old series, God. And if you're going to, if you're going to, please explain it just a little bit. Give us a it's few a seconds. Of, moment, and then we'll be like, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, hey, you remember this guy? No, don't just like, oh look, there's pictures. <laughs> Who are these people we're seeing pictures of? What the hell's yeah. going on? That's terrible. Yeah. Mm-mm. So what else do we have? Uh, we have uh... the other movie I wanted to talk about. Um, well, there were there were two. No, that oh, came sorry. Out this I want to jump back. You would okay. really take Quantum of Solace over this one? Yes. Oh, that movie sucked so bad. I hated that. movie. It was so bad. <laughs> because even in the books, it was like it was a short story. It mm-hmm. wasn't even like a full fledged like Bond book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> man. They developed it into a two and a half hour travesty. God. It was a dumb <laughs> film. It was a. T- <laughs> was I've seen it barking. once, and I've seen mm-hmm. Casino Royale. And Skyfall multiple times. And I'm good at suffering through shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. I can handle. I mean, Tank Girl is one of my favorite movies of all time, and you don't get much shittier than that. For no, a okay. There's a different. There's there's <laughs> shitty, and then there's, and then there's camping. Mm-hmm. Just I can't. Yeah, there's bad, and then there's shitty. Yeah, and <laughs> Quantum of Souls was just bad. Yeah, no. Okay, this so is Kyle, yeah. what else do we got? Um, we have a Christmas movie that just came out. Ooh. Uh, love the Coopers. Um, I'm not a fan of Christmas movies. I, I'm not a fan of Christmas comedies. Uh, but I love them. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, no, fuck Christmas Vacation. I, I that hate that movie. movie. I, 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 I dislike most Christmas movies. I really do. Um, but I really love, you know, it's like <laughs> the only thing I love from Jim Carrey, but it's, it's nostalgia. It's seriously just the Grinch. The Grinch. <laughs> I loved it, and that's just because My kids love that movie, but I fucking hate it so bad. <laughs> I <was laughs> Only because I was a kid when it came out, and um, my younger siblings loved it to death, and uh, we quoted it all growing up. <laughs> so the 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 Grinch. Oh man, mm. Ugh. Ugh. it's <laughs> terrible. I'm sure it's terrible. I actually won't rewatch it because no, I have such I, fond memories. Yeah. When my wife and I were first starting to go out, which was 14 years ago, God, that was a long time. Um, the, there was we came over to a, a family's family member's house, and like they want it, it's when like the kid is a certain age, and they're like, "Watch this cute thing that they do. Watch this cute thing that they do." And like, so you have to hear or like listen to a song multiple times, and it's that "Where Where Where Are You Christmas" song by mm-hmm. Faith Hill, and I'm like, oh, "Fucking kill me!" Christmas. Yeah. Why can't I, I find you? Yep, that's all oh. I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I I understand why a lot of Christmas comedies people may fucking hate them, but there's some that I think honestly do deserve the love they get, like um, Bad Santa. I don't know why they're going for sequel, but <laughs> I, they're going for no a affection. sequel. They're going for a sequel because they can. Yeah, um, that's exactly yeah, that's that's one of those that's one of those Christmas movies that I, so I don't, the cast of yeah. Love the Coopers, the, the uh, cast Diane is great, Keaton, yeah, John Goodman, Ed Helms, Alex Borstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else we have. We have Amanda Seyfried, yeah. uh, Marissa Tomei, mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde. Right. Ooh, I love Olivia Wilde, and uh, oh, and there's more, but it's like a family film, mm-hmm. like uh, broken families visiting each other. I believe. Yeah, it's kind of a 
it, it it runs all over the all the classic Christmas movie tropes that you can imagine. Um, Does it have an old person getting drunk? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> or well, probably not drunk, but let's, yeah. Let's just throw tropes. They, they've got they've got <laughs> the old person uh, with with dementia and or drunk, and so yeah, it's in there. Like all the things are in there. Um, but it really pulls, they really pull a lot of, a lot of good elements into it. Uh, the, the one thing that got me that pretty much sold me on this movie, this family, atheists. Yeah. Say what? Yeah. Yeah. Atheist Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, but they're, they're, they're in there. They're fairly Disney-ish atheists, uh, except for, uh, except for Olivia Wilde's character. Hmm. But that's okay. Speaking of atheists for Christmas, I fucking hung lights up this weekend. Yeah. Fuck you, people. <laughs> it is before Thanksgiving, sir. Yeah, I didn't want to. But I was you, pressured. You can you can hang them up, but you can't turn them on. Too bad. Them's the rules. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I still played by that rule. This is not Oxford rules anymore. This is now like Queensbury. <laughs> I, I, I'm no longer in control of my own house. I never was. <laughs> I have no words. So can we at least eat the fucking turkey first? Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you eat the turkey first. You do. You do. And then you go turn the lights on. Uh, so you, you suggest it, though, Kyle? I, I would suggest if you happen to like Christmas comedies, this is it's a pretty good one. Oh, I remember your your take on it when we were talking yeah. offline. Uh, was that it's if you if you don't have a family, if you don't have like an I wouldn't say extended family, but if you don't have a family that's slightly dysfunctional, you might not get this movie. Yeah, there are uh, life events and life experiences do come into play when you are looking at how much you're going to relate to a movie uh, and to a story. Unfortunately, yeah. so yeah, there, you might not like it if you've got a great marriage, or you've never had a, a marriage almost break down, or a marriage where you go break fuck down. it, I'm sleeping on the couch. Completely and totally yeah. break down. There, there are if you if you haven't had these things happening, and that's not the only element. I don't want to get into spoiler territory because there are things in the movie that yeah. are worth discovering. But yeah, if you haven't had a lot of these life experiences, you're going to have a hard time, uh, a hard time completely relating. And just straight empathy is only going to get you so far. You can try to, you can sympathize with a lot of things, uh, but it's not going to connect. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other, the other big film that has come out is the 33. Uh, that's the film about the, the, yeah, I was the Chilean the miners. Yeah. That one didn't it didn't really come across so well. They fictionalized no, more than they should have, and was there a demon down there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, quite, it didn't quite make it. So Man. it's not as not as good as that could have been. It's a really interesting story. It's a real story that's interesting that made a bad movie. As long as they didn't M. Night Shyamalan it. (laughs) No, they didn't quite go that far. They didn't quite go that far, but (laughs) it's it's not worth it, and that's not really worth your time. 
Okay, so that brings us with enough time left to get, for us to get to our features for this week. Um, let's see. Uh, we have our highs and lows for the week. Share something with the audience or a stranger in a strange land. Uh, I'll go first and, and share my uh, highs and lows for the week. My high is the the fact that I've finally gotten over the whatever slump it was, the injury and shit like that that I was having, where I'm I'm actually running a decent clip nowadays like i ran and uh, you guys are like no i'm genuinely excited for you on saturday i went out for like a post breakfast run where it's like uh, i've got some time i can go get a run in you know it's like i could either sit here and watch tv with the family or i can go run and i ran damn near like 10 minute miles and i weighed 270 pounds and that's no small are you kidding me it's great for me. I felt fucking amazing. <laughs> I didn't get to do it today. <laughs> I was like 12 minutes and shit. It was slow as hell, but it felt good. And so it feels good that I put it like 24 miles under my belt last week, which is like the only third, like the second or third week that I've been bat- back at it. So it, it feels good to have something that's such an important part of my life finally be back into it because you might think oh runner that's an your life like if you you need to understand like once you become a runner and you enjoy the act of running like when you don't get it anymore it 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 really fucking makes you depressed it i think i was in a really bad place there for a couple of weeks but i'm back at it so it feels really fucking good and uh, my lows for the week is hearing the stories of, I mean, I, I talked about it at the beginning of the show with my my really good friend, you know, now potentially becoming a theist. And I don't want to treat the guy any different. And I don't think see a reason why I should, because we can all get along and be friends like that. But at the same time, part of me, like, thinks about stuff like this. And I'm like, dude, how, how did you... How, why i don't i don't understand you know like being of this kind of mind and all of a sudden you know because some shit happened to me jumping into it and be like oh that's okay you could take my money and tell me i'm a terrible person <laughs> or you know or <sighs> fuck i don't know it's 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 hard for me to reconcile people finding faiths and i mean that's not that's 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 his deal it shouldn't affect me so much but and you hear, I, I'm just really fucking done with religion. I am so tired of it. This show wouldn't exist if it wasn't for fucking religion. I get that. But at the same time, it's like it needs to exist because it's so prevalent. And so it, it just bums the fuck out of me when people are reply, re- responding to shit that happens in this world with based for based on religion with more religion. Yeah. So I'm just. I'm bummed by the fact that people don't see this equation. They don't see like guys saying praise be to God as I'm shooting somebody. So let's go praise be to God. Let's make their families feel better. No, no. (laughs) And it's dividing families and shit, which has been this whole theme this week. So sorry for the really shitty low, but there we go. That's what I got for this week. What about you guys? Um, my low for the week, my kitty got, bit or attacked by something and he got a seriously nasty abscess on the top of his head so i took him to the vet i mean it stunk yeah it was bad and he had a fever (laughs) so uh yay modern i made a joke about birds getting cats but i love cats I, i just can't have them i'm allergic yay modern medicine because he got some serious antibiotics and they popped that 
You hear that scratching just now? Yeah, that was him. <laughs> Come on. All right. He's pissed because I had to put his cone back on him. Oh, hey. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm topless. For those, for those listening at home, Felicia's topless, and she just flashed the camera. Yeah, totally <laughs> forgot that I was. And there's my cat. Oh, poor cat with the cone of shame <laughs> on his head. He's got the cone of shame. <laughs> um, Poor guy. So I took him to the vet, and they lanced the abscess not in front of me, thankfully. Um, yes. And they gave him some serious antibiotics, and he was doing great. And then we found another abscess. Oh man! Which I was going to take him to the vet again tomorrow, and I want to give a quick shout out to Lone Peak uh, Veterinary Hospital in Draper because that vet is the best. Seriously, um, I've been to so many vets where they'll tell you your pet is dying and it's going to cost thousands of dollars, and you panic and you cry, and they get the money from you and they're liars. <laughs> <laughs> She's okay. She's okay. fine. She's alive. Sorry. So, they're liars. Sorry. Still getting over that fucking cold. Like, <laughs> it, I swear to God I had the flu. Because uh, I didn't get my flu shot in time. I kept forgetting. Um. Anyway. So, you go to other vets and they'll tell you your pet is dying. Uh, but these guys are so straight up. Like, they're so honest. And they charge reasonable prices. And they just take care of your pet. They're like, nah, they're fine. It's just the cat's going to have That actually one vet told me, uh, we have a joke here that if you take a cat who's in five different parts, they mean a cat that has been dismembered into five different parts. They're like, no, they'll just grow back together. And that's actually true. Uh, not literally. Uh, but cats have uh, Wolverine super healing powers. And they seriously can heal from almost any any, any injury. They're actually studying this now. Um, Their healing factor. They do. They're <laughs> amazing. Um, so my my kitty, my poor kitty had an infected abscess, uh, and then halfway through the week after the first one that was really really nasty went down, we noticed he had a second one, um, which apparently he lanced himself because I took the cone off, and <laughs> so now that one's gone. And he's just getting it, and he's just staring at me now. He's fine. He's actually doing a lot better. Um, that cat's like boobs. <laughs> boobs. Yeah, you guys saw my boobs. Sorry, I say sorry. You guys hated that shit. Don't be sorry. I totally it's forgot that I was topless. Like I was just like, man, it's my room. I can do what I want. <laughs> so what about a high for the week, Felicia? You got a high. Uh, so my high for the week is that I had. Um, on my Cheese Island, I had $2,000, more than $2,000 sales over last year's sales on that Cheese Island. So I'm new to this Cheese Island, and I promised them that I would increase sales because my methods are correct. And uh, this this week was big because it was for holidays, and I uh, I killed it. I, I had help. I had a lot of help. And my assistant... Not, not the reserve, I, though, right? My assistant, <laughs> who I've talked some serious shit on, um, I caught her. I caught her talking shit about me. Behind my back, oh, no. literally behind her back, and um, I called her out on it, like to her face. <laughs> and since then, <laughs> she started treating me with a lot more respect. Um, I don't know. I don't know if somebody else talked to her and said that uh, that I have the best of intentions, 
but she's she seriously busted it out this week. Um, she stayed late. She's not even full time, and she stayed two over forty hours. Uh, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, did I? It was it was a hard week. Yeah. yeah, when we say it's been a long week, it's been that way for everybody. Yeah, it's been a hell of a week. Um, but you know, my assistant, uh, I gave her every chance, and she followed through. And that's good. Yeah. And uh, I, I seriously had the most minimal of criticism, and she she said, "I, you know, I think I was rushing," and I said, "That's fine." She was. It was. It was simple little things, and I, that I just noticed. And uh, seriously, I got nothing bad to say about her. So, Kyle, what about you, man? What do you got for this week? Uh, taking uh, definitely taking my kids to see The Martian was was really was really good. <laughs> Is that the high and the low? No, that's <laughs> the. There were aspects of the experience of of going to the theater and dealing with dealing with the general public. Um, Fuck what a great movie, like, right? It was yeah, it's such a great movie. Um, my son is seven years old, mm. and absolutely followed every bit of that movie. Absolutely, he got it all. Mm. It was great, fantastic. To the point where he's getting up, leaving the theater, talking about it. Good. And like, oh, wow, you, you, you sat through that whole movie. He's like, oh, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love seeing that. I love seeing, I love being able to share films like that with my kids and actually having them appreciate it um, and get it and understand it. So it's like the time I, I took my oldest to see Winnie the Pooh. When the the reboot mm-hmm. came out, and I cried when they did the opening <laughs> song because this is the movie I loved when I was a kid. I can share, you know. <laughs> nowadays, if I showed her, she's like, "I've never seen this before." I'm like, yes, you did. I cried. Um, I remember. <laughs> no, I I uh, when when Princess and the Frog came out. So I should say that um, my dad and I always had this thing growing up that uh, Beauty and the Beast. Him and I, when it first came out in theaters. Uh, would sneak McDonald's into the theater. <laughs> and that is, seriously, if Beauty and the Beast is in the theaters again, that'll be the only time I eat McDonald's, is to go with my dad to sneak it into the theaters. Um, we would sneak McDonald's into the theaters, and we watched uh, Beauty and the Beast, I think he, he says five times when I was a kid. And it's still my favorite Disney movie. I love Beauty and the Beast, I really do. And I know I'm a feminist and there's some misogynistic <laughs> qualities, but she's a book nerd and she's smart and she can. But Gaston's the villain just because he's a misogynist asshole. Exactly. That's what I and loved beast, about it. And he gets what his, his and the beast loves her for her and she stands <laughs> up to him. I love her. Anyway, so it's still my favorite. Kyle, what's your what's your low for the week, man? Oh, God. Um. <laughs> what about the derp? There's a story about the derp this week, wasn't there? There, there, there is, but it's not suitable for uh, oh. for, <laughs> not for, for airing for public consumption. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. There's we'll share we'll share it probably at the Patreon show in, during, after the break. Uh, it's a good one. <laughs> um, no, low, low point. Fuck. Writing is okay, writing let... is hard. <laughs> I was going to suggest let's make this low point because I found I just got alerting news here from a. Uh, 
from some people on uh, Facebook about Ben Carson. Oh. And so let's, let's, let's finish off the show with a Ben, Car- Ben Carson little talking here. Let's, let's, let's hear him. You have said that you would, as president, try to create an international call. Does that sound as bad to everybody yeah, else as it does? Yeah. It sounds horrid. Well, listen, militarily to go after ISIS, uh, how would you put that together? Who would you call first? Well, what I was just explaining is, you know, how we use the resources that we have, you know, that that includes some of our special ops people working in conjunction with an effective fighting force there. Those are the kinds of things that will create enthusiasm as we begin to take back the land, take back the areas and and damage their image throughout the world. But who would you call first specifically to put together an international military coalition? Keep in mind, he just got asked this already once. Mm-hmm. This is this is number two. Him clarifying: this is Fox News lobbing softballs. Uh, my point being that if we get out there and we really lead, and it appears that we're making progress, that all of the, uh, the Arab states and even the non-Arab states, who I think are beginning to recognize that the, the, the jihad movement is global, it is not. That oh my God! Terrible. Just shut sorry, up. Sorry for the audio quality, but anyway, he goes on for. Uh, he gets asked again, like, "What's what country specifically would you bring into the fight?" And he says that he 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 just keeps doing that whole word salad that he's doing. Mm-hmm. So he gets, gets gets asked three times. He did nothing. What allies he would bring to the fight, and he can't name a single fucking U.S. ally. So yeah, there's a low point for the Canada. week. Canada, just, just say Canada. Europe. Canada's been there with us. One of the frontrunners: Canada, France, Germany, England. uh, England, Stroke, just stroke your base and say Israel. Anybody? No. Anybody? NATO. Okay, Japan can't have a standing army. (laughs) Well, they they have uh, their self defense force has now been able to go beyond just their country. They've been fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan. Of course, they have. Yep. That's no. That's not. That's not judgment call in Japan. No. But yet, because we have a coalition, coalition of the willing. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed this whole week. Uh, get in touch with us. Mailbag at, at utahcast.com. Sorry, fuck, I forgot the email address. It's so new. Uh, 347-669-3377. Twitter, Facebook, everything. We're growing every day. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week with another fun and wonderful episode. And we'll have a special guest. More details then. But until then, have a good week. And you're welcome. Only. Have a good night. Ah, Jeffrey. What's that you have in your hand, boy? Pass it over. A telegram. Oh dear. Seems someone has been biting me. Fetch me my trousers at once. No, not those. Those are my time travel trousers. Those are my tea trousers. That's it. Those ones, my fighting trousers. Yeah, yeah. Dear sir, regarding your recent foray into the rap business and the scene you portray, see, I don't normally approve of war games, but he's buying is what they all say. 
And by Harry they might be right This is hip hop, not an Elvis night Show this professor impersonation Let it end now, it's impertinent waiting You seem a reasonable chap What you need to do is rap and not parody chap hop Cause that's not proper, just not cricket Put away your ukulele or I'll tell you where to stick it I don't like your tweet, sir Will Teach you the professor's ready Not Let's see who strikes the loudest Lose Put on my fighting trousers I've got super producers and fans that play me You have a granddad's moustache and a ukulele Don't look around, sir, I'm speaking to you Roll up your shirt sleeves, Queensbury rules Never test professors with the cleverest wit Let's settle this like gentlemen armed with heavy sticks On a rotating plate with spikes like Flash Gordon And you're Peter Duncan I gave you fair warning When this George Formby clue is performing audiences go home before he begins talking a new career might be more rewarding i'm a bright bright and peer your raps peers morgan i don't like your tweet sir will teach you the professor's ready not let's see who strikes the loudest Lou. put on my fighting trousers i've not seen you at cyphers or workshops with kids or gigs dear sir you're not worthy of this sold out a coca-cola used for a trend and that means you're banned from using a pen hope it's safe to assume you won't do it again set foot on my stage and get ruined again be out mr b i set the egg timer there's not room in town for two gentlemen rhymers leave town by the end of this instrumental yours etc etc sincerely and so forth professor elemental i don't like your tweet, sir. Will. Teach you the professor's ready. Not. Let's see who strikes the loudest. Lou. Put on my fighting trousers. <sighs> sorry, I'm sorry, Jeffrey, but it, it gets my goat. Gets my dander right up. Bloody told him. No, no jazz solo. This is supposed to be a diss song. Jeffrey, get off the drums. The Bible is an antique volume written by faded men as the suggestion of holy specters, subjects, Bethlehem, Eden, the ancient homestead, Satan, the brigadier, Judas, the great defaulter, David, the troubadour, sin, a distinguished precipice. Others must resist boys that believe are very lonesome. Other boys are lost. But had the tale of a warbling teller, all the boys would come. Orpheus' sermon captivated. I did not condemn. Yeah. Yeah. Poetry, motherfucker. Yeah, I love that. The poem is titled, The Bible is an uh, Antiquated Volume. (laughs) Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.